0: No, oh, come on, uh, you guys uh, come up with some content here, bitches. I was shot like a fly, way up in the sky, like a bird so high. Oh, I might just try.
1: Hey everybody, RC Nation version 2.0, I am Dan, this is episode 140.
2: Oh
1: uh, <laughs> man. And this week. What is funny about 140
3: guys? <laughs> Absolutely nothing, Dan, there's nothing funny. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> oh. oh, here we are. Good to go. <laughs> Good to go. So here we are. This is uh, this is 140, right? Yeah. Yep, Justin. Yep, it Jesse, is. Nick, I'm, here. Here. Yep, yep, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Where do we, we got to get? Okay. Maintain. Who's first? <laughs> Who did Maintain. Something? Who did something? Go, cool? Nick. Go quick, quick. Oh. <sighs> I flew last weekend. You did not.
3: Uh, it's true. I saw it. Yep. I flew two days, actually,
1: and I stuffed the goblin. No. Oh. Yep. Dude. I did. We talked about the goblin a couple weekends ago. Yep. Well, I fixed it. <sighs> I don't know if you guys know this, but we had an informal agreement that no, Nick didn't. hadn't agreed to yet. <laughs> we were going to swap goblins. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> really? Yep. Yep. The number of informal agreements you've attempted to force on people for (laughs) that goblin, yeah, I didn't even bring it up. Off the charts, dude. Dan, he'll trade you now.
1: (laughs) I'm at the field. Nick calls, and out of the blue, he said something about a goblin swap. And I said, "Hey, let me
3: know." I I brought it up because I was, you know, I've been missing that smaller heli again and i don't no, know you why. haven't yeah
0: i know yes you it's have just, no I you haven't. haven't no you haven't
3: i have been i have been missing
4: <laughs> Justin, when was the last <laughs> time you even flew one it doesn't make a difference dude opinion's not relevant in this case
3: yeah but i, I did and i was kind of joking with dan i actually said um because he brought up his goblin 500 i'll oh, sell so you a goblin 500 no, and that's not
1: what i told you on the weekend when i when you called
3: and I said, well, you know, the thought had crossed my mind that, you know, I, I would at first I was like, well, maybe I'll swap Dan for something. But then I sat back and thought about it. I was like, I don't really have anything I want to get rid of. And
0: uh, And you're afraid know. he's going to hand it to you in a pile of parts.
1: Yeah, exactly. And as it turns out, I should be the one that should be afraid that it's going to be handed to me in a pile of parts. That's
3: you're right. You're right, Dan. It is kinda touche at the moment. (laughs) So what happened? Okay,
0: what happened, dude? Come on.
3: I just got ah. Like what's your wording for it? Distracted. Uh, Yeah, I didn't see that one coming No,
4: I I heard some other terms.
3: What was it? I, I ran out of talent. You ran out of talent. Yep. Yeah. I did. I did run out of talent. I was just kind of distracted. I don't know. I don't want to get too far into it. <laughs> what? No,
1: you can't do that. Well,
3: no, it's it's because it. I don't want. Yeah, you know how you're out there, you're flying, you're in your groove, and then you just kind of get distracted with the the rest of the environment, and then thinking about V and A. Yes. Oh, you had to adjusted. bring it up. So
1: wait a minute. Did something happen? Did like. A scantily clad female walk-by or something? No, or?
3: I just don't multitask well. I really don't. I I, I do not multitask well. I hot-started it in my trailer. How about that? Oh, that's
0: scary, dude. Yep. I
1: so, why were you up. so distracted?
3: Uh, just, uh, there were some people that showed up at the field, and I was, you know, jibber-jabbering about non-heli stuff, and kind of just got... I just wasn't paying attention, and then I hot started it. I, I actually was flying it back and forth with the blade, and just forgot to forgot to switch models. Oh! While I
0: love Futaba, but that yeah. no, but that's hold on, that's not how he crashed it, Dan. That's only how he hot started it.
3: No, that's just and and nothing happened. I mean, it started. I actually I plugged it in. It initialized and I flipped into throttle hold and it started to spool up because they've got different ESCs and different endpoint settings in there. And as soon as it did it, I reached over, flipped it out. So it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I had an electric running around, you know, doing a chicken dance in the trailer or anything, but Mm -hmm. it just kind of, that should have been my big warning sign because I never do that like ever. That should have been my warning sign just to kind of chill out and you know, finish the conversation that I was having, get my head back in the game with flying and then go out and fly. Mm -hmm. But I didn't take that time and I paid the price for it because I was out there kind of just, you know, how you have those flights and you're just, you're not, you're, you're kind of, I don't know, you're just distant. It's like you're kind of going through the motions. You're not really paying attention all that well. I was, frustrated and pissed because i have somehow misplaced i'm going to say misplaced because i i mean i have no idea where they are my favorite flying glasses so
5: mm-hmm. that
3: was kind of agitating me on that day cuz it was a beautiful day and these the glasses that i grabbed had some scratches in them and i kind of kept noticing them when i was flying so it's just one of those where i i let i let the rest of my environment get to me mm-hmm And, uh, and ultimately just was doing, dude, I was doing aileron TikTok to down low and just literally kind of froze and brain just froze. I just had this weird, dumb moment.
1: Hmm. You know what I do when I'm at the field and I have that feeling? I take a nap at the field.
3: I probably should have. (laughs) I probably should have. I've got to keep on my game pretty good. Um, when my son comes out there with me, he's really, really good. Uh, I, I mean, he listens fantastically. Everyone you know who, who he's hung out with out mm-hmm. at the field knows he listens very well. He's he's not high maintenance or anything, but regardless, he's five years old. Right. I mean, you know, he, you still get that. Hey, Dad, what about this? Hey, Dad, look at this. Hey, Dad, look at that. So combine that in with a conversation with someone else. And it it really just kind of pulls you away from from keeping focus on what you're there to do and what you're doing. So I'm that's why I say I'm not very happy about it because it was a very unneeded, very dumb, just not a cool crash. How bad? Because it wasn't doing anything that I ever would ever crash on ever again. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I don't like those kind. How bad was it? Well, the boom did its thing. I-, I was actually pretty impressed there. It ejected the boom out with, uh, you know, small paint chip, but no damage to the boom. The belt's intact. Belt stayed with the boom. So that all came out. Uh, my little disconnect for the servo did its job. So everything boom back is, looks to be 100%, which I'm pretty impressed. Unfortunately, it did peel the frames with it <laughs> yeah
0: that does suck because those are the thin frames
3: yeah so both side frames the skids took a hit and it look uh both links you know the I'm flying this one's got the older Dfc style head so both links and some servo arms and I I think that's it maybe a main shaft I don't know I'm gonna go through it tonight so not you know not horrendously bad but it wasn't it just wasn't, you know, with with Wyoming coming up next weekend, our fun fly two weekends after that. And, you know, that put me down to basically down to one heli. It's just the wrong time to be having dumb crashes like that. I still haven't gotten around to getting the Raptor back together. So that's what I'm going to be doing this week is <laughs> a lot of rebuilding. Huh.
0: Man, that sucks. Yeah. Yep. It just... It, I, I feel the pain.
3: Hey, you know, we got, that was Saturday, Sunday, got back out, Jesse came out and we got some, I we got some pretty good flights in. I think. Oh I yeah. We're out. back to back for a couple hours. Yep. Straight.
2: Exactly.
3: Yeah. I mean, when it's just, that's one thing I really enjoy. Um, And, and maybe you're just kind of got spoiled about that, but man, uh, I know Jesse, you're kind of the same way. I love going out when him and I have the opportunity to fly together. I love it because we can go out. We can carry on a conversation and back to back. I mean, we'll do yep. two or three flights where there's almost like where I'm walking out as he's walking back and vice versa. And then mm-hmm. we'll, you know, we'll take a, five-minute break and let all of our batteries and everything get all caught back up and we'll BS and then we'll keep going it's like we you know when you're with those kind of pilots you know they get it it's like you you got through no my life's busy your life's busy let's get some flying yeah yeah so sunday was sunday was like that uh there was a bunch of people that showed up later on but that's okay we had i had got my flights in and that was that. So my total, I did play, got, got a little bit of catch up. Um, my total right now is 278.
1: Yeah, you did get it.
3: That's good. Nice, nice dude. Yeah. No, no flying this week. Um, Had some podcast duties to deal with, but hopefully I think I'm going to get out. Maybe get out this weekend.
4: Sweet. The weather's looking good here. Oh, so,
1: so just so indeed. our listeners are aware, you mentioned uh, Gillette, Wyoming. You're going to be gone next week to Gillette, I Wyoming.
3: am. Yep. I'm going to be cruising over to Gillette. Going to kind of do a stop and, and say hi to some family and then head over to their fun fly over there. It's kind of a cool deal. We're going to do a little bit of a kind of a like a class on, on Friday out of the field. Just go over, you know, when you're secluded like those guys are. Uh, you get it it's hard to relate actual the actual flying to a lot of the terms that we we you know we talk about mm-hmm. head feels loose uh a head feels a little rigid this or that so we're actually going to go out to the field on friday and i'm going to go through some settings you know show them here's what it is when your head gains too high here's what it looks like when your head gains too low that sort of a thing and then we're going to uh, I think we're going to get some dinner Friday night and then just kind of have a, you know, almost like a a roundtable discussion on flybarless tuning, motor tuning. I mean, really just give them an opportunity to to soak me for, you know, for everything that that they can. And then fun, uh Saturday, on the day of the fun fly, man, we're just going to fly. Fly, crash, laugh, have a good time.
4: Yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so it's yeah, booming. What I mean. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> well, and the, know the know other that? thing
4: is, dude, you
0: got—I don't want to say it—but you got to play it safe because you're only like two weeks away from our fun fly. After that, right?
3: Oh yeah, and I've ever so, gone like, to a fun fly and played it safe.
0: Never. Well, I, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're already feeling the heat with the goblin that went in last weekend, and. I don't know if if you're anything like me, I feel like there's a lot of stuff to go in the next few weeks to get ready.
3: But okay, here's here's the cool part though. I'm not worried about the goblin. You wanna know why? Let's say I do stuff it and I do get it put back together at the last minute. Ken from Lower Heli is gonna be at our fun. Park. There you go. Oh yeah. yes, that's true. With goblin parts. Yep. Yep. So you're right. I'm not that worried about that one. So I will probably play quite hard with the goblin when I'm in Gillette. And right. oh, you know what? I'll probably wail on the goblin and whale on the MD for that matter as well, because MD's gonna be at our fun fly too. Sweet. There you go. Not that I really That's true, showing up and rebuilding, but you know. Yeah, you're gonna be one of those guys. It wouldn't be the first time. So I'm not too worried about crashing anything there. And it's I mean, come on, man. It's a fun fly. You got to go big. How
0: big is this fun fly? People wise. Like what? Wh- how many pilots usually? 30
1: ish. 34 ish.
0: Okay. So it's it's a pretty it's a pretty
3: nice low key small setting. I think it's very low key. But that's what's you know, that's what's going to make it fun, though, yeah. because you can get a lot, you know, yeah. you get to know everyone a lot better that way. And truthfully, you will probably get a ton of flying time in. That's Bit, true. Well, it's
1: a huge field, too, dude.
3: Really?
2: Oh, nice. And I nice. guess they got a
3: really nice clubhouse. Like, uh, he was talking about we might just, you know, get some pizzas or something, and and have the you know big discussion at the clubhouse. And they've got power in there. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Like,
2: what? What? It's <laughs> a it's
1: yeah. a windbreak. You gotta have one out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: is well, it
0: seriously like windy the did, whole time,
3: yeah. Dan? Like it doesn't stop. Doesn't stop. You know what though? Oh, that I'm, sucks. After Othello, uh, Othello, it was it, for all of you who were not El Othello, it was really windy there. And we did a lot of flying in the wind. I mean a lot. I I found a purpose for a big heavy electric. I was really shocked you know flying some of my heavier models you crank up the head speed another 100 rpm and wow what a big difference like it really makes a big difference flying in the wind mm-hmm. it just feels a lot better those real lightly like the raptor mm, did not care for it yeah <laughs> it, it was it did not like the wind but like the md just being a little on the heavier side now that i got it dropped down to 710 um you know, the blade put on um, running uh, the 700s on the blade and with the KDE motor, it was cranked it up 100 RPM. Wasn't bad at all. I don't know. I'm maintaining a positive attitude, Dan. No, you're going to have a great have time. Months. I had a great time.
1: I'd go back. It's just so damn far away. I mean, it's from here, it's like 1,100 mile round trip or longer. Yeah, that,
3: that's fair. Are you flying
0: or driving, dude? I am driving. Ooh.
3: Well, drive. It's kind of a a pseudo, little bit of everything. Travel to get there because of the whole family thing. So, it's it's complicated. But the end story is that I will end up there with my car, and heli. So, I don't have to. Uh, I don't have to mess with tearing them down, packing them up. And mm. oh man, that was. I, I just, you're driving to Gillette, kind of in a roundabout way. Going to do a little bit of a flight part of the way, and then.
2: You're <laughs> mysterious you're today, Is it- huh? You
1: got you're mysterious today.
3: No, there's there's no mystery about it. All right, just combining Helly with with uh, seeing some family members for the Should
1: we move on, or do you have anything else you want to add? Want to... I think that's all I got.
5: In a world where 22 degrees of pitch just doesn't cut it. One tool. All setups. All sizes. All brands. Soko Heli Tools. A unique setup methodology. Soko Heli Tools. Coming to a web page near you at www.soko heli tools.com set up different and soco your hell
1: who's next i'll go okay
0: i got some flying in oh yeah uh-huh. finally yeah. dude it's been it's been since othello and I flew today on did my remember, off Friday. Do you remember how? I barely, kinda, <laughs> sort of. It it <laughs> felt rough. Like I definitely felt it. For the first time in a while, I felt like wow. I I should take it a little slow here. We had a couple. Of, we had a couple of pucker moments. <laughs> you know, playing around, <laughs> having a little bit of fun, and it's like, oh, you have not dusted yourself off enough to go and try that. So let's let's take it up a few feet. But yeah, it's been beautiful here all this week, like Jesse said. I mean, it's not even been cloudy. It's been crystal clear, blue skies, not a single cloud. 70s, breezy, you know. Mm-hmm. Today, it was it was a little windier than I would have liked it to be, but it kept it nice and cool. And I can deal with the wind for the most part. So yeah got to the field, I don't know, probably around 1 little afternoon ish, one thirty ish, something like that. Uh got 15 flights in. All right? So I'm up at 265. Nice. I'm still in the uh the scrotum position, but I'm I'm feeling good. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: and I, I think love I'm Aaron, so. you say that. <laughs> <laughs> because what what did you say you were at, Nick? Because I I mean Dan and Jesse at this point have blown both of us out of the water. I'm sure. So uh, I don't I don't even need to hear their numbers. They're well into the three. No, oh, you'll
4: hear it, but when I go seventy
3: eight. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> okay, and I'm at two sixty five. So
3: okay, well I'm a full day of flying ahead. Yeah, so you're, you're
0: yeah, easily a full day of flying ahead. That's true. That's definitely true. So. But it felt good to get some flying in. I only have two helis that are flyable. It's the DFC and the Goblin Speed. And the reason for that is because I have been so lazy. Actually, it hasn't been lazy. It's just been distracted and busy with other stuff that I have still not ordered a tail fin to replace the one that Jesse crushed with his massive weight during the battle between him and you
4: <laughs> dude, the only casualty of that i'm gonna, say it, again. I'm that gonna say it again you got off lucky
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> what i'm afraid of is that i haven't found something else that you broke in fact now that i think of it i need to go through that and make sure you didn't screw up my nylon screws that hold the 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 tail boom on i'm not joking dude <laughs> Yeah, on the 770, you'll <laughs> get back up in the air. The God. Goblin Destroyer. I've completely forsaken the rave. It's now broken down completely. All of its parts are going in storage, and I'm shifting focus back <laughs> to... Storage the, for what? <laughs> storage for when I can find a good deal on a Nitro. I, oh, I'm okay. gonna, I gotta get another Nitro, but I'm not doing it right now just because the timing is bad. So the 7HV is gonna is going to get worked on coming up here next hopefully i'll have it running for our fun fly kind of excited to get that going because if you remember i swapped the the original v1 uh, dfc head to the conventional head and i haven't flown it yet with the conventional head so i'm really curious to see how it flies and whether with enough tuning i can get it to fly as well as my my t-rex because the T-Rex is flying pretty darn pretty darn good right now. I'm liking it. Somewhat big news, at least big news for me. I signed up for the Erchus Speed Cup.
2: Yes. He, it nice. is official.
0: I will be competing in the 2014 Erchus Speed Cup. There are 10 people in total including myself that are signed up so far. Uh so it'll be interesting to see how it works out. I you know, I don't I don't know exactly what i'm going to do whether it's the sportsman or the open or the unlimited we'll see i've been alluding to some secret squirrel stuff that's going on still not going to tell you about that but if it works out then that might tell me which category i will compete in but to that end i have made the jump to 14s so earlier this week i finally decided to pull the trigger With Joe and Kyle at Rotary Wing RC, I have a Contronic Cosmic 200 Cool coming to my house in a couple of days. The big boy, the Mac Daddy. It doesn't get any better than that. So,
1: Charlie's not going to college now?
0: No. Oh, he never was, dude. He never was. (laughs) Looks like it's a trade
1: school for Charlie.
0: Cosmic Cool 200 with the fan the Bluetooth module and the prog disc
1: community college, maybe
0: that, that is <laughs> a good feeling and public high school. Public you're high school. still on, you're still on the school <laughs> thing. Aren't you, dude? I am. I'm trying, I'm trying to get you guys excited about the fact that I just spent $1,200 on an ESC. Oh my
1: God. dude!
0: And just, you're not oh. saying anything. You don't well, feel good I'm,
4: about yourself after that.
3: I'm really hurt. Why? I'm hurt that. You didn't give me an opportunity to say goodbye to your son before you sold him.
2: (laughs) Because we all know what it takes
3: to get
0: one of those. Yeah, I know. You know, dude, but here's the thing.
1: $1,200.
0: Well, it's it may not be exactly it's so it's like nine ten oh. or nine twenty for the uh, ESC. so much better. And then you know swallow. fifty for the fan, hundred or so for the Bluetooth, and a hundred or so for the prog disc. Oh, so man. yeah, it's like eleven or twelve hundred bucks. But Just the thing it is, rain. it doesn't need to be upgraded. <laughs> it's done. I did it once. I did hey, it but right.
1: Hope not, dude. Yeah. Do do you? <laughs> Do you have this sense of buyer's remorse? I mean twelve hundred dollars. I, I have BSM. not, I
0: didn't, I didn't have any buyer's remorse whatsoever. None. Not a single not bit. Until you got on tonight. No. Because it didn't come out of my pocket. I I sold stuff. Mm. Well, what'd you said <laughs> you said <laughs> you, you're such a cute kid? kid. <laughs> I sold stuff. Uh-huh. No, so I I some people may know that I've also in the past had interest in planks and multi rotors and stuff like that. And actually it's it's kind of ironic because what I sold was a couple of airframes that I had been working on for an F five B aircraft. It's a it's a it's basically a really fast glider. F I B, it's a called liner? a hotliner. Hotliner, yeah, yeah you got it. So I had a couple of those airframes and they've just been sitting around and I've been slowly working on them in between stuff. But since I've gotten bit by the speed heli bug, I figured, you know what? It's a pretty safe bet. These are not going to get any action anytime soon. (laughs) So I sold those and a couple of other things and basically turned it around right to the to the cosmic cool. So So so, what you're
1: saying is this the speed stuff. It's kind of like a crack addiction. It kind of is. (laughs) It kind of is, dude, hmm. yeah. You mean you'll just sell whatever you have in your possession to get the next fix?
0: Yeah, Not quite, but we'll see. I <laughs> mean, don't, you're not going to see me on the corner giving out handies or anything.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> 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 I, I'm, I'm so. going to do it a little bit more elegantly than that. Darn it. Damn, Damn don't even think about it, man. If you sneak into my tent at our fun fly. I'll tell you what.
1: <laughs> Even if I make it rain.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean I might not I, like, I might say Dude. stuff like here's here's a quarter of your new SC. Here's 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 another quarter. Everyone's
3: <laughs> got a price. Everyone's got a price. You're right, but that's
0: not where my pricing goes. I don't I don't yeah, that doesn't work. Sorry. <laughs> so it probably <laughs> in the next week or so i'll get that set up i still got to get the 14s batteries and i'm thinking seriously about a bigger motor but i haven't decided yet so we will see i'm 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 feeling <sighs> pretty good though and you know whether or not it makes a difference on the goblin speed is one thing but you know if if i continue to do the speed thing i'll eventually get more serious and i've already got the equipment there i just i didn't want to spend four or five or six hundred on an esc that i would regret getting because i i wanted to get the cosmic in the first place and it's got it's got full logging capabilities so it's basically the same exact thing as the logging on the castle except for better it's got bluetooth so and i can use my iphone to do it to program it and to view the data in real time so that's pretty cool. And it's also got this neat thing that they just came out with that's called Tell Me. And it's a telemetry module that you plug into the ESC and it interfaces with the fastest telemetry protocol. So you can get cosmic telemetry on your Futaba fastest radio. Now, I don't have a 14 SG, but maybe this pushes me over the edge to get one. Should have my
3: 14 SG, dude.
0: Yeah, I know, dude. I, got two I know. Of them. I'll sell you one. Wait, I, I thought you are flying them, dude. Well,
1: I can only fly one at a time.
3: Justin wants the one with a knob. You want the one with the knob?
0: Dude, I will yeah, rock the big that knob. knob. Oh, yes. It's I wonder not the how much said that, that is though, isn't <laughs> he? flying.
3: Heard that rumor before.
0: That could be interesting.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just glossing over it.
0: Yeah. I'm not, not even going to. Nope. <laughs> Moving on, huh. that's where I am. I, I'm excited. Well, you should. Be. Even if I come in last place at this speed cup, it's the experience that
4: counts.
1: Got to start somewhere. Be that that's much correct. more
4: prepared for the next year. That's right.
1: How about you, Jesse?
4: Been doing some stuff. Yeah. Helly stuff. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit here and there when I can.
1: You gonna You gonna tell us or?
4: Oh, you guys want to know
0: about yeah, it? Well, right.
1: you know, I personally don't, but there might be a list. You got a oh. ton of
0: flights in. Blah, You're blah, a blah, lot blah, higher blah, than blah. where yeah, I am. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. You know, next. Damn. <laughs> yeah, how yeah. have you been
4: doing? This? All right. Yeah. End of the week. And now we're here. Here we go. Hold on. Did you crash anything? Me? Yes. You? No. No. But you no? just because I didn't crash doesn't mean all my helis are flying. Oh. Oh, he dropped one off of the bench. Did you drop one <laughs> off the bench? I didn't. <laughs> off the wall? No, no, no. So let's. So I. He still... fell on it. Wait, <laughs> well, that's there's, sorry, there's that quite, was my heli. There's quite a few. <laughs> there's quite a few options now on how these things could break. I mean, not <laughs> yeah, I only do say. we crash them, we could now like drop them off a bench. Someone could off fall on them. Yep. Yeah, off a wall. There's there's a lot of different possibilities here. So. But none of those happened. I still... So I'll, I'll, I'll rewind here. So last Sunday, when I went out to the field with Nick, I still did not have the N7 back together, like I had mentioned last week, because the bearings never got delivered on Saturday, like I was hoping. Um, so last Sunday, um, didn't have the N7, had all my other helis out at the field, and it was actually a really good day. Like Like Nick said, just going back-to-back, um, kind of getting back into it. I hadn't flown um, for a little bit before that. I, I flew the Friday and then the Sunday. So I was still, I still kind of felt like I was getting, um, you know, brushing off the dust a little bit on Sunday. So it was nice. Got in, I think 15 flights um, on Sunday. And by the end of the day, um, finally starting, you know, feeling like I was getting back back to my normal flying, starting to push it again and, you know, maybe working on a couple new things. So that was good. And then Monday, the servo showed up. So as I mentioned last week on the show, I'm going to be doing a review on the BK 700 size cyclic servos. And I'm going to be putting those in the Compass 7HV. So this last week, I've kind of been chipping away at that. Um, I do not have all the programming done quite yet. Um, on those they are physically installed in the heli, so I did take time to go ahead and do that. But just having you know cleaned up the wiring and the programming is not quite done on that. So hopefully by next weekend or next week, um, I'll be getting some flights and start start getting some flights in on those servos. Opposite to that, I so since the bearings did end up coming last Monday, and I did get the N7 back together. And so, last week, throughout the week, kind of in the evenings, I was, I was wrenching on that quite a bit, and got the motor all put back together, through the airframe, and just uh, threw the airframe back together and patched everything up. And that brings me to today, which is, I go out to the field, and I have the N7, the Compass 6HV Ultimate, and the Warp 360. And as some of you probably saw, I posted up a picture on Facebook saying, let's... Let, let the nitro start burning or let's start burning some nitro. Well, I, I have to admit, guys, I actually didn't burn any nitro today. There was,
2: <laughs> there was oh not, dude. There,
4: there was not a there was not a single flight of nitro that took place. Um What happened was I get out to the field, pumped, I stayed up to like two AM last night, just getting everything back together. Going, okay, I don't need to, I'm not going to quite get the 7HV done. It's late. I'm going to go to bed so I can get an early start, get out to the field. So I'm not going to bring the 7HV to the field tomorrow. And I, you know, I need to get a ton of flights on this nitro. I've been missing the nitro. So I go there in hopes of literally, I was hoping to go through those two and a half gallons of fuel. That was the plan today. And I get out there and when I go to power this thing up for the first time, the tail servo does absolutely nothing not a whole lot i could do. It it literally like, you know, i, I could grab it and twist it probably 10 15 degrees and it it kind of try to hold a little bit, it squeak a little bit, it make some weird noises. <laughs> and uh and not much else. So that was a, a one of the older Protec, the 230 Protec tail servo that i had in there. And so no, you know, no Nitro flying today. So that left me with the Warp and the 6HB. So I didn't let that stop me. I still stayed out of the field for quite some time today and got in another 19 flights.
3: Oh, wow.
4: Wow, dude. Yeah. And that, yeah, I got in some serious warp flights today. Let me tell you. Lots and lots of warp. Yeah, flights.
1: I don't know if those
3: count because they're like three minutes.
4: No, no, no. Four minutes and 30 seconds.
1: Okay. That's not bad. That's well, I don't bad. know that they count because it's a small helicopter.
4: And I was doing reverse peril flips. Hey, 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 reverse peril flips. Those count that's a lot of thinking what did you do i'm just saying i'm doing like normal 700 size moves with them reverse pyro flips funnels you know all this stuff you're not gonna you're not gonna count them (laughs) i'll give you one for every two flights you put in. where
0: are you at Just, just yeah 19 how was it 19 in in warp flights
4: no it was like 13 in warp flights and six in six hv ultimate flights because i only have one i only have one flight pack for the six hv and i have two for the warp okay um so i was going you know doing the rotation all the way through all you know going through all the packs of so charging up yep. flying. and so it worked out got a lot more flights on the warp than the six hv uh so total for the year that puts me at 340 flights Damn. wow wow and I've actually set a goal for myself. What do we I think we have three more weekends in June, yeah, three more weekends. I'm trying to break like four fifty by the end of June. Four fifty. Yeah, I need to get it in gear if I'm going to get a thousand flights in this year, because that'll be six months. That will be halfway through the year. Yeah, yeah you that's know, that's true. a good
0: point. I was thinking about that today, too. And I what did I say? I think I was I was going for over five hundred in the year.
4: In the over five hundred for the year, for the year, isn't that what the New Year's resolution show
0: said? And I'm you gonna, said I'm you were d- going to get over a thousand.
4: Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, halfway through that, I should be at five hundred by the end of the year. And I don't quite know if that's going to happen. So, so, in that
0: sense, I'm actually doing better than you at something. <laughs> <laughs> that's sure. twisted.
5: I instantly yeah, it's feel so better. You instantly.
0: <laughs>
4: Because okay, we continue. set some arbitrary Justin, goals at the beginning is the sky of the year. In your world?
0: <laughs>
3: it's green.
1: Okay. That's what I thought. Uh, Whatever blue. color
3: he needs to make it to win <laughs> the argument.
4: <laughs> to
1: make it seem yeah. right.
3: So while the
4: while the seven HV is down, putting some new servos in, also um replacing some parts in the tail, the little um links or just the tail links, just replacing Ben. Who knows how many flights on those. And then also I'm going down opinion. Um, on the tail, cause since I put that, the, uh, Scorpion, the 45, 25, 520 ultimate motor in there, which I guess, uh, from talking to Nick and Justin, that isn't a true 520 KV from what people have actually bench tested and found it's um,
0: more like a 540ish.
4: And so what I noticed was I had to turn my throttle curve way way down running a 13 tooth pinion on the 7HB and it was causing my ESC to get really really hot by the end of the flight. Um even to the point where if I flew really hard um with the canopy on I could over overtemp the ESC about in the last 30 seconds of the flight. Um and so I just I'm going dropping down to a 12 tooth so I can go ahead and bring that throttle percentage back up and make everything run a little bit cooler. We? yeah doing that and then on the warp um I, I was actually really excited to fly the warp today because last week i ordered up some of the align 360 millimeter blades um and i went and put those on the warp and some of the i actually noticed a huge difference flying these um the compass blades they you know they work great they track well um fully capable you know 3d but i had i noticed that i had to run the head speed a little higher because they aren't a very stiff blade. They're a kind of no, um, narrow cord and they're not very stiff. So I found myself turning the head speed up so that I could get that, you know, nice stopping and just consistent flying. Mm-hmm. And so the aligned blades, which are actually really reasonably priced as well, I, I want to say they're only like 22, 23 bucks a set um, for the blade. So, you know, very affordable. Um and they're a little bit wider cord. You also get, you know, they're ten millimeters longer, so going from a three fifty to a three sixty. And they're a lot stiffer. So I, I found myself today having a great time with the warp. I was able to turn the head speed down just a little bit, um, which allowed me to get to the four minutes and thirty seconds on the flight time. Um and I didn't notice any um change or lack of flight performance. So nice. So that was that was a lot of fun. It'll, you know, a little bit of retuning on the head, a little bit of retuning on the tail, and uh, got the thing dialed in again. And yeah, it's what a, what a blast that heli is to fly. So
3: <laughs> I miss it.
4: I, yeah, it's I, I think fan. those, I think those align, I think you really would have liked the aligned blades, Nick. Oh, yeah, and the other thing is, is they're, they're white. They suck. <laughs> they're white. So you can see the, uh, you can see the disc. Oh, it it nice. makes, the, it just makes the whole heli look a little bit better. Oh, that, yeah. That makes a big difference um, on the tiny helis. Yeah, the the whole you know, right when I was flying it, the first thing I noticed is, wow, this it just you know the entire thing looks larger. So,
3: hmm. well, that's sweet. Glad you got to give those a shot.
4: Yeah, so I'd say
2: you
4: hmm. got a heli in that class. Take and they're, I want to say the other blades like the edges and the Curtis blades, they're all forty bucks, and these are twenty two. That's pretty cheap, dude. So, I don't know. (laughs) Not much of a uh, (laughs) decision (laughs) in my mind. Just throwing it out there.
5: (laughs) Why are
1: 360 millimeter align blades $22 a set and 95 millimeter align tail blades $34 a set?
3: Yeah. Thank you.
0: That's a really good
1: question,
0: (laughs) man. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, I did not even think about that. That's yeah.
3: Yep. Or or what? A set of rail one sixteens? What are they? But oh I know, I know. They are thirty
0: six ninety nine because I just bought a set.
3: Yeah. I mean, dude. I don't know.
1: Don't get me started Crazy. on tailblades. I hate <laughs> tail
4: yeah Yeah, tailblades tail are tail ridiculous. Blades. They really are. So
1: does that wrap your week up, Jesse?
4: That does it. Just looking forward to a lot more flying this weekend. Hmm. And so the the N7 is back together. I I put a new another a new uh, tail servo in it, and it's ready to go. Programmed. Nice. Let's go. I'm gonna go burn that nitro tomorrow. So
1: there you go. Well, I, I learned a new skill today, guys. What's learned,
4: that, dude?
1: I learned how to plastic weld today. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Nice. Huh? That's kind of fun. You it, you get sick doing it though.
3: Yes, you do. (laughs) It's a (laughs) lot of fun for a little while.
1: Yeah. And then you get start getting a headache. And it's, yeah. I had a, um, aside from that though, I had a little um, encounter with local hobby shop guys this week. So let me ask you. Encounter
4: like, (laughs) yeah, that sounds negative.
1: It is. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like a, a fight. No. Did you throw down?
1: So let me ask you this. If I, Walked over to you guys at a Fun Fly, and I said, "Hey, do you guys have any servo jumpers, servo lead jumpers? Would mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about?
0: You mean like a servo extension? Yeah, like an extension. Not an like an extension. Think you know, like,
1: of like male to male jumper. Like just okay.
0: Oh, okay. oh. if yeah. you just said male to male jumper, yes. Oh, well, that's I would know what you're talking what about. Okay, okay.
1: So I walk into one of the local hobby shops because I needed I needed one. And they just, they acted like I was, well, what, what, what well, I got this. And then they show me an, uh, an extension, which has the male on one end the female on the other. And I said, like, no, no, I need a male to male jumper. whoa that doesn't even exist. You, ha- you have to make your own. I'm like, no, I'm quite sure they exist. And I would <laughs> make my own, but I, I have my tools 40 miles down the road and I just need one. And I said, so what, do you have a crimper? In your toolbox in the back? No. I said, do you have... A
0: hobby shop does not have a crimper.
1: Right. And I said, okay, so do you have just the connectors and the ends? And I can, I don't know, use needle nose pliers just to make a set real fast. Not ideal, but in a pinch, I can do it. Well, no. So I just said to him, I said, guys, come on. How th- this is a very basic, I don't care if you're doing cars, gliders, planes, you, g- I mean, how does a hobby shop not have this in stock? And they, well, we, we just don't. All right. All right. So I turn around and walk out the door and the owner of the hobby shop is standing by the front door and he goes, did you find what you needed? And I said, Nope. <laughs> he goes, Oh, would you like us to order it in? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> So I walk out the door and I go to the other hobby shop. I get the same. The guy says to me, "Well, I, as I'm looking through all my suppliers' stuff, I there's there's that doesn't that, there's no such thing." Wow. <sighs> I just was like, okay, <laughs> whatever.
3: Do you have it? Yes or no? No. Okay. Goodbye. And
1: so, but anyway, yeah. these guys did have the ends, and I was able to make one. You know, whatever. I had to use needle those pliers, but it worked. Not ideal. It's hard to get the. Crimps just right so they slide into the into the uh, <laughs> end, you know. Because you'll you know, without a crimper, it doesn't obviously uniformly crimp the connector. So, you, anyway, got it made. <sighs> just don't you love dealing with local hobby shops? I, I, I
0: swear, know. half the half of them out there are completely clueless. The number of times I've walked into my local hobby town, USA, and listened to them try to explain to someone. You know how to do helicopters, or what they should buy, or oh, that sort of thing. It's so aggravating, do you, man.
1: Do you find it? Do you speak up?
0: Sometimes I do, and other times, when I'm in that mood, I'm just like, eh, "This is not going to go well for anyone involved, <laughs> so I should just walk out."
3: <laughs> There's going to be crying and name <laughs> calling, and more than likely, the police what's are what's even involved. better is
0: when they like. They actually try to argue back, yeah. Like they know what they're talking about.
3: I, I've, I, will provide the casual, you know, bit of information, very in, in a non-attacking way. But then, if I get told that I'm incorrect, then I'll just drop it.
1: The- yeah. What's <laughs> yeah. the point? Yeah. There's. It's a waste of time at that point.
3: Unzip. No. See Lay it on it the counter. Fun. That's right. Funk out on the counter. <sighs> it goes. All right. I don't. Here's where you're at. Here's where I'm at.
1: I don't deal with it. I just like whatever. Turn around and walk away. What's the point? Moving into the flying. Of course, we mentioned earlier in the show that uh, Nick and I had a phone call on the weekend, and I said to Nick, because the rush was down, right? I um, told you guys about that last week. Mm-hmm. Yep. So wait, the parts did eventually come in, but uh, they weren't in by the weekend, so I was forced to fly the Goblin. And I kind of forgot how much fun that thing was to fly. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. aha! <laughs> because I hadn't flown it in a while, and it, I got to tell you, that's a zippy, quick, reactive little helicopter. Oh and it's, yeah, dude! It's. I want to crank the head speed up. Twenty six. Yeah.
0: That <laughs> you? You All do right. want to, or you
1: did? I do want to. Right now, it's at twenty two. Oh yeah, that's way low, dude.
0: Twenty two is low. No,
1: it flies good at twenty two. What are you talking about? It's a trainer at twenty two. No, it's much
0: faster. Dude, crank than that, trainer. crank that shit up to three grand.
1: That's too fast.
0: I'm joking.
1: That's too fast.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: So I flew that, got a bunch of flights in on that, and um, Ed Ed's desperately trying to sell his lines. Not having very good luck with them at all. So we've been spending... Which uh, alarms are... 500 and 600? Oh, yeah, never mind. Well, we've been having a lot of issues, and so we've been tuning them and trying to get them to fly really good so we can get them sold. Um, And, of course, I called him because I hadn't seen him all week. I talked to him tonight, and apparently he's having issues getting the 7HD back together. So... I don't know what we're going to be doing tomorrow, but we're going to be flying. Got the rush basically ready to go. And, uh, you know, just kind of doing my my thing at work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I actually didn't get a whole lot of heli flights in this week.
0: What, what does that mean a whole lot?
1: Where, where are you at? Here what we go. Yeah, this is at?
0: like Jesse saying, man, I only got no. to fly two days and I, I've got 48 flights.
1: I'm at like 310. Mm. Where were you at last time? 302. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I need to <laughs> pull
3: away from Justin. Yeah. Why, I
4: dude? That's my plan in the next. Don't be weeks. mean. <laughs>
1: You don't mean you just want to there. You want to keep, you know, you don't want to be too close in cushion. proximity to the scrotum. Yeah. You want to keep, the keep a from very fair distance yeah. from the scrotum. Man. So, Justin, are you ready to make another bet?
0: I'm not making bets with you, dude. Nick, it's, it's, not, it's not fair, but go ahead and, you know, <laughs> state your case.
1: I just think you ought to give me a chance to win my blades back.
0: No. Absolutely not. I won those blades fair and
3: square.
1: Yeah, and you ought and to give me a chance to The guy who win has the
3: crash record. Those yeah. are important, to keep <laughs> the Those are gone. Yeah,
0: dude. Fine. I I I'm I I think maybe I was a little hard on you last week, but it still pisses me off. that you don't have a normal job
1: what do you mean i don't have a normal (laughs)
0: job you don't dude any job that allows you to walk outside of your office and start flying for your job is not a normal job will
2: yeah Yeah, exactly he's
0: like you know what i don't really feel like uh wrenching on this multi-rotor right now so i'm gonna go fly <laughs> That's exactly what he does. I know it. You're laughing because it's true.
3: Yeah. Like, oh, you probably
0: did that today. To didn't in. You? You're like, I'm oh, go put man. In 12 flights. I ran out of Loctite and it's like three feet away on the other bench. I'm going to go fly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite that easy, but
0: it's, <laughs> it's almost <laughs> how do you get? Do you get paid for that? Like, are you on the clock while you're flying? Yeah. Yeah, that's this
1: podcast. That do they listen to this podcast? Yeah, absolutely they do.
0: See that, uh, uh, guys. I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it again. I don't. I don't think his flights count. He's getting any flights Monday through Friday. He's getting a paycheck. Here's the deal: to hand us the ball sack trophy.
1: (laughs) Here's the deal. Sorry, hand me the ball uh, sack trophy. Yeah, not us. I go. I go in. At nine o'clock, I don't come home till nine thirty. At night,
0: dude. By if choice. I got paid to go and fly, I wouldn't show up home until nine thirty either.
1: Yeah,
3: Daddy needs some OT. I'm, in fact. And I'm going a, working I'm, on my payroll funnels. time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: going in. I'm going into the office this weekend.
3: I bet you are. Hey, <laughs> going yeah. to work, quote unquote office.
1: The
5: office. <laughs>
1: You know the big, the big fifty by one hundred foot shop.
0: That's right next to a big flight field.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Enough of you. Yeah. Hey, I have to fly the other those that what shall not be named. uh, Also.
0: Well, yeah, but you enjoy that. (laughs) What? Don't you,
1: dude? They're fairly boring to fly.
0: No, dude, you love it long time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Seriously.
2: Ugh.
1: Justin You're, you're getting paid hater. to hover. And other things. I crazy.
0: mean, at least get paid to like pyro flip.
1: <laughs>
3: if you got any more stick time, we're going to change your last name to Kardashian.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: oh.
3: oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, did you just come up with that
0: one or have you been have you nope. been storing it? All by myself. Really? Wow, Bravo.
1: Yeah. They just come to me. <laughs> so that um yeah, that about wraps my week up, guys. Yeah, I'm done here about your job anyway.
4: <laughs> Geez, now we just get on the show and Dan talks about his job.
1: Well, at least there's one thing you haven't heard me say for a number of weeks.
0: RC Heli Job Nation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is you haven't heard me say how much I hate my job?
0: That is true. You're right.
1: And I used to say that a lot. Did I not? You every used episode.
0: to say
3: it <laughs> every day. If I told you I hate my job today, yes, Danny. <laughs> okay, let's <Just> check it.
1: <laughs> oh, you guys, you kill me. Well, I think uh, I think that wraps my week up. Maybe we should get into some news. What do you guys think? Yeah, we better
2: let's do it.
0: In today's heli market, it can be a challenge to find a retailer that stocks a variety of different brands and parts, has great customer service, and boasts fast shipping. I can tell you that Rotary Wing RC has all of this and more. Finally, I feel like i found a place where I can get everything in one order, and I'm confident that I'll get the shipment quickly so that I can get back in the air next weekend. You don't believe it, huh? Trust me. Go to www.rotarywingrc.com now and check out your new go-to online heli shop.
1: This week's news, guys, is brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. What do you got for news this week, Nick?
3: So Mikado put out a video. Um, this is kind of this is a little bit interesting. It's a it's a product teaser of the, (laughs) uh, here's my air quotes, new Logo 690SX. They're calling this like the the crossover class. Now, the video's pretty sweet because as far as like technology and multimedia aspect of it, it's probably one of the more advanced ones that we've seen in this hobby. I don't, it doesn't showcase anything of the helicopter. (laughs) <laughs> it it it's just like oh okay cool you can do some stuff with CG on a video that's it and there's a heli done now go buy it hmm. so what I don't, what do they
0: mean what do they mean by crossover
3: I think they're trying to talk you know that it's not a 600 but it's not a 700 it's a it's that crossover class you know it's basically a factory stretched I mean you know you had a you had the what was it
0: 600 se
3: yeah i think that's the same thing Hmm. i mean i'm sure there's some more or some earlier you know upgrades to get to have help it with less problems that the original se had but i i think and i'm but can it fly
0: 700 size blades or is it stuck at 690s like the original se
3: I don't know because they put all of the effort into the graphics and they always
0: into, do that, dude. Not
3: into the information. why can't you just
0: tell us what you're giving us?
3: Yeah, I, I don't know, but the video's cool. Check it out at least for the video and to make you give you something to talk about. Hellifest TV's got episode three, num- uh, episode number three out. I don't know. Have you guys ever watched these?
1: I have. Mm-hmm. Have you? What do you think about it? You know they're they're good. They're they're pretty straightforward. You know they're mm-hmm. just uh, just the facts, ma'am, type thing. You know, um, yeah, they interviews. Don't, yeah, they're not real consistent as far as their uh, production output, but I don't think that's the point of what they do. Um, yeah, I think they just kind of cover um, things as they feel interested in doing so.
3: Yeah, I see like, you know, some mild event coverage <laughs> interviews like they've got uh, Andrew Hinton Lever on from OptiPower this week. So, I mean, hey, I, I enjoy watching anything that has to do with the hop. Oh, yeah. Lots of hours in the day. Um, so anyway, yeah, episode three is out. Looks like about 22 minutes long. So if you got some time, check that out. Got another video out on the Aqrc Sim. Uh, They go over some of the model modifications. You know, I'm like, I see this and it's truthfully, it just blows me away. This sim is this involved as far as the models go. The other side of it makes me a little bit nervous because all of the focus has been on the models in the model tuning. Have you noticed that? Mm -hmm. Yep. Like, that's what all of the videos are about. Oh, check it out. You can change servos and move your servo balls and this and that. Okay. Like, that's that's cool, and I think that's awesome. And in the end, how does it fly? You know, what do the graphics look like? What are the field graphics? How many different fields are we going to have options of flying at? You know, does it react realistically with the ground? okay, yes, you can make the heli, you know, flip and roll, right, and all that kind of stuff. You can change that, but if it's a little bit floaty, can you change, like, the knife edge fall rate on it? That sort of a thing. I haven't seen, like, hardly anything on that. What do you guys think?
4: Yeah, I, I think that, and I mean, like you said, it, it's really cool to be able to go in and customize all that stuff. And one other thing that I think I'd heard is it may actually um let you kind of go through a, a setup on the models, I don't remember where I read that, but I, I feel like I remember hearing that about this sim, but none of that, you know, if it doesn't fly and it doesn't help you progress and it doesn't feel like your real helicopter does, then I, I just don't see how it's going to quite compare and hold up to what we have right now. I mean, it really has to, you know, it's bringing something new, something groundbreaking with the setup and changing all the electronics and customizing but I really think it needs to bring something new as well to how realistic it feels to really make it.
2: Yeah, I would yeah. Say I, that, fair.
4: I mean,
0: I'd be willing to give it a try just to see what it's all about. But what I struggle with is with all of the options you've got for tuning and modification, customization. How, you know, when do you actually fly?
1: And how convoluted? Because do you get
0: because yeah. I don't want to spend thirty or forty minutes tuning, you know, like the servo system or the power system on one model only to then go out and put it on the virtual field and find out that it flies like shit. And I I mean from my perspective, the real flight models that we've been that you've been tuning Nick and then, you know, people go in and do their own little edits here and there, they fly perfectly fine for me. So maybe it's a situation where I don't know what I I'm missing. Yeah. And I'll I'll try this simulator, and it'll be like, whoa, dude, this is awesome. But I, I struggle to believe that that's going to be the case. I, but I'd, I'd still be I interested in trying it. Well,
1: we're only hearing from a very small and apparently select group of people that are trying it. And the one thing I've noticed is that group of people has nothing but praise for it. And, and that's all fine and well, but what are the odds... That something like this is going to be just that perfect out of the box. Tell me something. Tell me some cons. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's got to be yep. an issue or something. That you, yeah, it would it'd be nice if they did, you know, something. I mean, mm-hmm. when you've got, you know, a group of people that are just saying nothing but positives, it kind of starts to feel a little, I don't know, just for the sake of being positive. Commercial? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's got to be something, right? I mean, there's something about everything.
3: Oh, dude. There yeah, is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Like, I really enjoy the way real flight flies with the models that I've got tuned. But I mean, geez, to get them to fly like that makes no sense whatsoever in the way that you tune them. There's it's no, horrible. It is. It's horrible. There's no common sense to it whatsoever. Felix's interface is way better. Absolutely. But again, Okay, there's a perfect example. Phoenix has, to me I guess, okay, it's cool that I can change the servo ball distance on the servo, right? I think that's cool. It looks cool. It makes that portion of it very realistic. But if I change it, can I still make it fly the way that I want? Like Phoenix, for me, they have, you know, all of the the tuning parameters with accurate descriptions you know knife edge tuning it's got the little pop-up this is how fast the model falls okay i get it but in the end i can try and tune it but i still can't make it fly regardless of being able to tune everything that program is just not capable physics wise of flying the way that the real flight ones are for me
2: and Mm -hmm. for the
3: way that i want them to so that's my concern with this. Is that okay? You can do all of that, but will it actually be able to fly like the real thing? If they can, oh man, like, geez, they're, I mean, it's just going to dominate. I'll be up for giving it a shot. Sure. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Scorpion's got some new tools out, got a couple new. They have added some, uh, what we would call like a ball head hex driver awesome because i really enjoy having both and have had nothing but great luck with my scorpion tool hands down been the best tools that i've owned so far uh so we got a couple of ball tip oh uh, we got let's see a 1.5 millimeter and a two millimeter roundhead hex driver So check those out they've also got some new uh hmm, that which shall not be named motors out I'm not gonna go into detail on those. So if you have one of those flying devices, uh, maybe click on that link <laughs>
1: uh, and uh, haters.
3: Yep. Uh oh. Speaking of simulators, Phoenix has an update out. I know this is one that you guys have been just dying clamoring for. for it. Absolutely. Yeah. You can now fly thunder tiger mini titan v2
0: <laughs> man i
1: i'm switching back
0: I, man. I i'm i there are no words hey but we've seriously got some... like models hovering over water now create ripples that's what i needed yeah <laughs> let's it. throw away the part about the the bad physics and the substandard simulator for helis and do you, you know if it, if, if it sucks at flying, let me at least make some visual stuff cool. Like ripples over the water.
3: Well, your Blade MCPX model no longer sinks into the 3D sights. Dude, finally! <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Nailed it!
3: <laughs> <laughs> and your, your sim,
4: your heli on the sim is not going to have a tail rotor failure. Oh, that's that's and
0: support for tilt rotor models. That's what I've been waiting for. Scale glow tilt rotor. WTF.
3: That's all I got for news. Anyone else?
1: I got a little bit of news. Okay. You yeah, guys don't even know about this. I uh, don't. You, you kind of do, partly. Uh, y- You guys might be aware that we're doing a fun fly in a few weeks. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you know. About mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I got an email from uh, uh, Ray Leper at uh, Random Hellys. Random Heli? Random Hellys. Random uh, Heli. Random, Random Heli. First, I just want to say thanks to Ray. He's going to be sending out some of uh, those awesome skid clamps for giveaway at our Funfly.
3: Oh, nice. Nice.
1: And on top of that, he sent me a, you know, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but he has designed a, Skid clamp for the Goblin. Oh yeah, so he's sending me a uh, Goblin Five Hundred skid clamp to make an addendum to the skid clamp review I did last year. uh, To add those into. Oh, cool. So, you know, we did talk about those skid clamps when they first came out, uh, quite a while ago. Uh, It'll be nice to kind of to see them in action. I think he's. I think he's going to be. I don't know. I don't know what sets he's sending, but he's. I got the shipping information. You know, it looks to me like he's sending a bunch, just like he did last time. So, uh, again, thanks to Random Hilly and Ray for sending those out, and um, of course, that's awesome. More stuff to give away.
3: Hey, you know, I might as well add to that. I'll just do a quick rundown of the list since we're talking about it. Okay. Um, we have gotten. And have some donations on the way from some, you know, from some great companies for the pilot travel. Last year we were beyond blessed with what was donated, and I think all the pilots that registered would be able to confirm that uh, there was enough to I, go I around. I don't think more yeah, there than enough. Like three plenty, times, we were making it rain, <laughs> mega rain. So we've got um, donations from RC Fly, Lower Heli, KDE. Uh, BK servos, gas-fired helicopters, Scorpion Power Systems, MKS, Horizon Hobby, MD Helis, Expert Servos, Viper RC. Oh uh, man, I'm. Horizon. I got that one. Yeah, Horizon Hobby. Um, I think that Soko Heli Tools. Soko Heli. Yes, Tools. Soko. That's yep, right. Yep. That's right. Good job. So, thank you to all who have donated so far. And uh, it's looking pretty good, guys. I don't think we're going to be shy.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to add another bit of news to that. We also got our third sponsor for the RC Heli Nation Fun Fly, and that is MKS Servos USA. Damn. So, huge shout out and thank you no to guys. Thomas Cook. At MKS Servos USA, they are going to be sponsoring our Fun Fly.
1: And to add to that, just just to remind everybody, uh, Progressive RC and Lower oh, L as progressive. well. Progressive, yes, Thank yes,
2: you.
0: that's right, that's right. Uh, you know, Progressive it's, Lower and MKS.
1: Yeah, that's just awesome. It's just that's an yes. yes. awesome that's to a get trio up.
0: right there, man.
1: Yeah, that support is amazing. Uh, Since we're still talking about the fun fly, I just want to make a reminder to uh, everyone that um, is looking to send stuff. I'm pretty sure I got all the emails out. If you didn't get an email with that address to send your stuff, if you need stuff sent, uh, don't hesitate to get in touch with me. And I will get you an email. Uh, I just created a form email that I'm just literally copying and pasting uh, and sending to people. So it's really not a problem. You know, if you don't want to fly, if you're flying in or whatever for whatever reason, if you want to send your stuff, uh Dieter will take good care of it. He promises. Oh hey, news. Speaking of that, congratulations,
3: Dieter. Dieter's um Dieter's on the expert servo team.
0: Oh that's right. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I saw that today. So good job, dude. And, yeah, and,
0: awesome.
1: You know, since we're we're talking about Dieter, uh I think I told you guys this. Uh he we we might actually have kind of an inside I don't know the, the, how it's progressing along, but we might have an inside scoop here soon to that Acu Sim. I, apparently, someone from that organization has got in touch with Dieter to see if he'd be interested in trying it out. I don't know if he's going to, but he, he asked me uh, if he could. Well, of course you can, Dieter. <laughs> you know, but uh, So, you know, we're going to uh, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe we'll get some details. I'm sure after Dieter hears this, he'll either confirm it or tell me. I'm full of horse doo-doo. So, but if if he is doing that, by all means, we'll probably get him on and, and let him talk about that at some point. Maybe uh, maybe by the fun fly, he'll have some information. I'm not real sure. Nice. I mean, Jesse? Justin? News? Nah. No compass news?
4: You're no compass news.
1: Kind of a stale company, isn't it?
4: Yeah. I, I <laughs> guess you could say that. I mean, it's been a little, little quiet lately. So subtle. You know, they didn't make a uh, helicopter. It's, it's just the, the calm before the storm.
1: Calm before the storm. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, any news?
4: I have no news.
1: All righty, guys. This week's news is brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. KDE has
4: become the industry leading aftermarket part support for the SAB helicopters. They have everything from the convenient removable battery tray to the precision upgraded tail system or the recently released extra beefy main shaft bearing support. To make sure that you're getting the most performance out of your Goblin helicopter, head over to kde-direct.com for all your upgrade needs.
1: So guys, I mentioned earlier in the show, the little interaction I had with the local hobby shop. Most of us have had that type of interaction with our local hobby shops, but yeah. I'm willing to bet yeah. that we've had a few of those types of interactions with some of our big name online retailer type hobby shops as well.
3: Uh-oh. <laughs> so <we're> gonna
1: we <laughs> spend a little time. Are we, we
3: going to go see where there? this is going. Yeah, we're going there. I think
1: we're going to go there today.
3: I feel
1: like this will probably end up bad <laughs> we'll, be to, <laughs> we'll be able to scratch off a few more potential advertisers i'm sure that's really. right <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about websites first i mean because you know sometimes we have to set the rules for this discussion all right <laughs> are we
3: naming name
1: well if it's necessary i guess yeah i mean you know if, if you're if it's just your opinion, I don't see why not. Everybody's yeah, entitled to. Yeah, it.
3: say screw it. Why not? Whatever. All right. All carry right,
1: on. So, so let's start with, let's start with the uh let's start with the good. So let's um each of us tell tell us uh what what is your favorite site? And then why?
2: <laughs> Who do you want to go first?
3: <laughs> this, this is where wow. you would say so, so and so,
1: I'm just waiting for you guys to jump into the conversation.
3: That's what we call low. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that you guys had the broadcast intuition to know that that was the uh, pertinent time for one of you to state your opinion. I it thought you be,
0: were going first, so I was just waiting I'm not going I, yeah, I was waiting for Dan.
1: No, I'm not going first. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I want okay. someone to set the our, so you
0: want it? You want the name of the website, or can I just talk about what I don't like, or do I do like about websites? Yeah. Yeah,
3: because uh, there might be and one or our two. both. Yeah, and or both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So, and and we're talking about the good first, right? Sure. Okay, I like fast websites that don't suck. I like websites that have well categorized parts and areas so i know where to go and get the stuff that i need the hardest Mm -hmm. thing in the world is when you know you go onto a website and you say oh crap i got to get some align parts right so you click align and it's like 48 pages of align parts for the t-rex 250 all the way through version 938 (laughs) of the 700 electric. (laughs) I also really now more than ever, and this has been something that I've gotten more into as, as time has gone on, they've got to have a good search function.
1: That's rare because
0: it it is rare. It really is rare, but it's important because I do a lot of my parts ordering by opening up the manual, whether it's a paper copy or the PDF, nowadays a lot of the companies either give you the part number on the page where you're assembling it or they have like the whole list at the end Mm -hmm. where it's like a blow up of each of the major sub assemblies and then i can just go through and say oh two of them three of these so on and so forth and i and i go and choose the part number in the search function and it pops up easy
4: there there aren't many websites out there
0: that do that though
4: unfortunately unfortunately just to add to that, because I actually wrote that down too. I like it when you can put in the part number or the name. Like when they're when they're writing down the part, you know, they kind of say like feathering shaft, or they put the name in there too.
2: Mm-hmm. Because yep. I
4: like to, sometimes I'll search by both. So
1: and a picture. Oh my god. The Jeez, picture is
4: key, dude. Right. <laughs> Nothing left on my list.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I I mean, no, but it's 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 true. Like Especially again, I'm gonna, I'm not picking on a line because I like them. I've got one, but a line's the worst when it comes to parts because if you don't get a picture or there's not some like defining characteristic, you don't know what you're getting. I mean, so you got I did that actually. How about this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I, I, I went to go and buy a carbon fiber tail control rod for my 700E. Uh, because I had the the old school metal rod, and I, I don't like the metal rods. So I go to, I think this was at HeliDirect, and I went there, and there are two or three different tail control rods. Now, it's not HeliDirect's fault. It's my fault for not recognizing that there were multiple parts, but the one that I got was for a 700 Nitro DFC, which is like an inch longer than the 700 E DFC pro for whatever reason. I still don't know why a line did that. So I get this in, it was like 20 bucks and I can't
3: use it. So here's, here's what I think should be mandatory. And, and this is absolutely priceless. I've seen it done. I can't, I haven't seen it done everywhere. And I, I really don't know off the top of my head where I've seen it done at, but a product description that's filled out is really nice. Yes, like, give me a description of the product, right? And and if they can put in there the actual versions that it's applicable to, yes, that would be pro. So that like, so let's say in that product description, if they said, you know, carbon fiber tail control rod, and with the part number, that's the product description. Okay, I'm okay with that. But when I click on it and I go to that next screen, I want to see fits 700 EB1, B2, B3, DFC, and then maybe even say in parentheses, not Nitro DFC. Something like that.
4: But that would take a small team of people like a year.
3: No,
1: No, it it wouldn't. And I'll tell you why. Because
0: Goblin does it. No, for All a line. Yeah, but
1: see, a line, a the line is a different monster compared to <laughs> everything. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's
0: no, that's I, I, mean, I didn't it. know that's what you meant, Jesse. Yeah, for a line, I agree with you. I, I uh,
3: yeah, now it would be this like a <laughs> three
0: volume encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah,
3: but okay, so, but you know, this goes back to one of my other complaints. So uh, let's say the, the website they go out of their way to categorize stuff. Right, so you've got, uh, you know, you've got your T Rex 550, your T Rex 600, T Rex 600 EFL Pro, that sort of a deal, and they do a really good job categorizing. Well, what I hate is that. Uh, so let's say let's take and and I I'm about ninety percent sure this is a good example because I I had one at one point, but it was a long time ago. The T Rex 600 EFL Pro actually uses a T-Rex 550 main shaft. And I think it actually says T-Rex 550 on the main shaft. It's the same part. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they never, no one ever had that under the category exactly. of the T-Rex 600 EFL Pro. Right. You had to just know that it was the 550 main shaft. And then you could go over to the 550 section and find it in stock. It bothers me that if I have, you know, that if I go to click on T Rex 600 EFL, why don't they have every single part that fits that helicopter, factory part that fits that yep. helicopter under that category? I don't care if that main shaft fits three or four different models. Make sure they're under all of those three or yep. four different models worth of subcategories. Yep. Because it's a pain yep. in the ass. And it okay, a line does it that way. But I'm sorry, I'm not gonna blame that on a line. I'm gonna blame that on the people I have flat out left website where I got so frustrated trying to find something, I just said, screw it. It's not even worth it. Because I don't want to dig through, just like Justin said, I don't want to dig through 16 pages. Or you go and you you find something, you're like, oh my God, I think this is actually it. Well, okay, perfect. Add it to my cart and it goes all the way back to the beginning. And I don't know what page I was on. And I'm like, oh, screw it. Never mind. It's not worth it
0: yep i agree that yeah and and then when it does flip to your shopping cart it doesn't give you like the continue shopping or the back button yes so so i i'm gonna highlight we're we're still we're trying to stay positive so i'm gonna give you a good and i'm gonna call a name too Prostar hobbies has probably the best shopping cart system that i have ever seen it's too bad no one's ever in stock That's and that's a con. (laughs) Yes, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. Absolutely. I've had issues at times. But anyway, when the item that I'm looking for is, in fact, in stock, I click add to cart and it pops up a little tiny window on top of the page of parts that I was looking at. And it says this item has been added to your cart. Keep shopping or check out. And when you click keep shopping, the little window disappears and you're still right in the same spot you were before. Yes. The other nice thing and another website that has a very similar system is Rotary Wing RC. They have the shopping cart pop up in the top right hand side and it adds it to your shopping cart and keeps you on the page that you are in. That is
4: really,
3: really yeah, important when I for me. Add it to the shopping cart. I don't need to go to the shop. Yeah,
4: cart. I don't need to see what like, I got in there.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know I wanna, it's in
0: there because I just put it there. Yeah, yeah.
3: I'll go reorganize. Like I add as I'm again because it's it, it's such a freaking hassle to go through all the parts. I will actually go through and be like, eh, the, I'm pretty sure those are it. I'll add it. Uh, yeah. Ooh, maybe it's these. I'll add it. I'll add ten things to my shopping cart, go back, and then find the one that I actually, you know, really want the right out of, one. Out of yeah. those three. Yeah, I don't need to go there and see it. I'll I'll gladly deal with one button in the top right-hand corner that says shopping cart, and go to it when I'm ready. But God, don't mess up where I'm at when I'm looking.
0: Okay, and while we're on shopping carts, let's talk about a pet peeve of mine that there are, are sites that do this, too. When I add it to the cart, don't wait to tell me the freaking thing is out of stock until when I go to my shopping cart to check out <laughs> real time inventory is key. I want to know when I'm looking at the part in real time. Is it still available? Yep. Yep. And don't pull the crap where it goes to the shopping cart. And then I get a red asterisk that says insufficient inventory to support this demand no yeah. <laughs> put
3: sold out on that shit isn't it doesn't isn't it heli direct or experience that won't even allow you to add it like it's the button
0: to the bus experience
3: body. it's experience it's
0: great maybe out, like, heli direct does it as well but, but experience has, the, has, has the, the little like
1: heli direct has the little meter bar right
3: I love the meter bar. It's like no, green. it's it's experience, experience. that experience has the meter has bar. Oh, it's like yeah.
0: green for in stock, yellow yeah. for limited quantities,
4: red oh, for back right. order. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's yep. really and cool. that's right.
3: When it's back ordered, you can't even click on buy at experience. They won't even. You can go look at the part. You can look at the details, but it won't let you buy. I like that.
0: I got more. <laughs> Here we go. When I changed my mind about the quantity of items in my shopping cart, let me actually like, reduce the number by clicking a button or clicking a checkbox or an Xbox to say remove or delete. Don't make me go in there and zero out the quantity and then update the cart. Because mm-hmm. when I do that, the stupid back button doesn't work and I got to go and search for my crap all over again yep i have a lot of shopping cart issues i really do
3: i i would say yes yeah. and i'm just, not saying that a lot it's of a are...
0: simple thing to do because you know commerce e-commerce sites can be challenging to set up they're not they're not trivial especially if you don't have like a dedicated website guy but i don't think a lot of vendors really realize how big of an impact the quality yeah. of the website has. Dude. And, and you know, the one thing I, I'm going to do a shout out, Heli Direct, a couple of months ago, tried to update their website design or layout, right? And they thought, this is this is the next generation. This is going to improve shopping experience. Went on for about a week and a half. It was horrible. And then they reverted back and said, hey, we apologize. Sometimes we just got to give stuff a try. It didn't work out. Here's the old style website. That's that's big of them to do because yeah, yeah. they realize how big of a difference that makes
3: next to actually having parts. I I think these companies need to realize this. I mean, I know they get it, but this is a freaking hobby. I don't have to buy anywhere and I can buy, you know, what I mean, there's there's a fair amount of options out there and mm-hmm. all of these little details I'm almost going to take the more ass approach and say, I don't care if it's hard. This is, you know, you have to refine, constantly refine and listen to your customers to stay ahead. It's no different than a airframe manufacturer constantly being pushed to come up with something new and make sure, you know, updated parts and like look, Patrick over at KDE, you know, he's not even one product's not finished and he's already got two more in the pipeline because you have to, just keep up on everything.
1: I want to add one more thing to that too Nick and and it is a hobby. And for the most part, we've all we all do it, it's kind of impulse.
3: Oh yeah. So yep.
1: I I want to know that my shit is on its way. And if I can't get that confirmation from you, like if I if I'm struggling to to find a part, I I'm going to go immediately somewhere else. Because I'll, even if it costs a little bit more, I'm like, you know what? At least I know it's on the way. I'm not struggling to find it. If you can't make your customer's shopping experience quick and easy, those impulse buys, which account for probably a huge percentage of all those online purchases, are gonna go away.
0: That That's- shit makes me insane. Yep. You better send me an email saying you got my money. Another email saying you're processing my order. And another email with tracking information as a standard for when it ships. And that leads to another
1: topic. But I just want to make sure before I transition in, Or do you guys have any more website observations you want to share? One Uh,
4: one small thing that I had, and this is um, kind of back to the search function and the pictures, is include, either make the picture for the part represent the quantity of part that you're going to get. Or make it very clear in the description. Say, hey, there's two main shafts coming, hey, coming in this package. Or, hey, there's two feathering shafts coming in this package. Because yeah. sometimes yep. you don't know if the picture, you know, there might be two in the picture, but what do you know? You only got one when you got it, or vice versa. So, yeah. Yeah. yep. Be clear with pictures and descriptions.
3: You know, guys. One of the best things about being in our position is the ability to give back to our listeners. And lucky for us, Gen Z's batteries shares the same ideas. Just for you, they're offering a 10% discount code on all their
1: batteries. That's right, guys. So head over to www.hobbyparts.com, enter in the code RCHN10 at checkout to get that 10% discount on your next order.
3: one of my awesome things is i like i love the categories justin you mentioned the categories we're getting to the point where there's so many different parts and you know really accessories you know small things it's like oh man where you know where am i gonna find gimbals and and i'm i'm past that point where this whole radio like radio and you go under there and servos are under radios and you're like what what the that's so old school categories have got to be uh, updated to what the industry standard is now and servos are not radio accessories but i also like and and i'm going to use experience for example because that's probably one of my favorite websites all around um is experience I like that I can go by category on the left side, but that I can also pick a drop down with all the manufacturing.
2: Yeah. Because
3: sometimes yeah, it's just, select. you know, like, right. So like I would not know, and here's a perfect example, Dan, random heli skid clamp. Where the hell would you find those in a category?
1: i wouldn't have a clue I, Yeah, exactly i wouldn't know either. i'd
0: use a good search function see right? i never so, use the manufacturer drop down but i never. also
3: know that random heli that's all that they that's what they have that's what they do so uh, i mean here i'm actually doing it right now boom random heli okay there we go there's the skid perfect right there i like that i really like that function
4: yeah, so maybe that kind of ties into multiple options or multiple ways to find things. Yes,
3: multiple ways to find it and get yeah. there. That's right. Make sure that I don't have a hard time finding what I want to buy because I went there wanting to buy it. Make it as easy for me to find that part. Another one of mine go, kind of goes along with uh, Dan, the impulsiveness. Mm-hmm. I love the two separate little category like when you go um heli direct and experience are both great at this they have little sections with you know five or six parts that are like what's new so stuff yeah. that just came in and then they also have like uh uh what's featured there. products featured products and then also like uh clearance stuff
0: oh yeah 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 the clearance that's true
3: i love looking at at featured products and what's new but is it i, I, I is the mm-hmm. clearance
1: stuff is it categorized or is it just a, a 56 pages of random shit that you got you know
3: what but with the clearance stuff i'm actually kind of yeah. okay because i don't i'm not gonna you don't know spend, what
4: you're looking for
3: I, quite. yeah <laughs> i just feel like spending some damn money and i want to go you yeah know?
0: exactly exactly
3: i do half the shit that my wife buys she buys just because it's on sale Why it was on sale? I had to buy it, right? I'm good with that excuse. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, give me that option. And and that, the clearance section does that. And the new featured stuff, I I really like. I like that because that lets me know, um, wow, you guys are now. So when I see a whole, let's just say all of a sudden, boom, there's a whole ton of Gowie X3 parts. That lets me know right on the front page that this, you know, this hobby shop, HeliDirect or Experience or whatever, now is basically outfitted for that helicopter. And I like knowing that because I would not go searching for that ahead of time. And I feel that sticking it on the front of the page is cool. You know what I mean? It just, it, it's like, oh, shit. Oh, these are out now. Oh, I had heard about those. Let's go check them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially with all the stuff that we look at in the news, little products, and this and that. I never keep up on when they're actually in stock. Yeah, That's how I find out when they're in stock, when I go to the website and when it pops up on the front page under new product. Yep.
0: Here's another one. Give me the opportunity to display all of the parts for a given category on one gigantic scrollable page. I hate flipping between pages. It drives me freaking crazy.
3: Yeah, an items per page drop. Yeah, at least bottom. give
0: me an items per page option.
3: Yeah, I think yep. that's fair. That's very, very fair.
0: The yeah. other one is give me shipping options. Oh, dude, shipping. Shipping yeah. are we is going there? Oh, shipping. Sh- okay, so here's shipping for me. It's right below tail blades <laughs> in terms of frustrations <laughs> yeah. in this hobby both the price and the options and the apparent lack of ability of a lot of these stores to actually ship the thing within like six days of the order oh which is absolutely talking. ridiculous
1: i got two recent interactions one of them we've talked about but we're going to talk about it again you guys remember when i ordered that uh hattori pipe for that sr
3: mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. i'm gonna refresh
1: a few memories here a main hobbies. So I don't remember the specific days, but, and I'll try not to exaggerate the number of days, (laughs) but I'll give you a good idea. Uh, Let's say, I I think I might've, I don't remember the day I ordered, but let's say a Monday. I ordered it on a Monday. No, that's not right. I think I ordered it midweek. I didn't hear that they even received the order until like Friday. Okay. That's two days. Then it didn't even ship until the following Tuesday. And I got it the following Thursday.
0: Yep. That doesn't work for me. You, that if, shit about? if that's going to happen, they better put something up on the website that says due to higher than normal volumes, we may be delayed in our shipping. But if, if there's nothing a- or, or it's a holiday or, hey, we're going to be away at a fun flight. But if there's no excuse, that drives me nuts.
1: Let me let me give you another one that just happened. This one I've not talked about yet. Of course, I got the Rush. And as you guys know, it's uh, kind of limited where you can get Rush parts. Pretty much have to go to the manufacturer's sale page. Hmm. I was in a hurry one night, and I knew uh, that the following weekend I was going to need some canopy grommets. And... You know the rush canopy grommets are smaller than every other. I mean, I was gonna. Well, maybe I can put it in the line in there, but they're they're just too they're too big. And so I decided. Well, I generally don't like to just buy one little thing like that, because because of shipping, you know. But I needed it, so I went and I ordered two bags of grommets. Now keep in mind. These, there's four grommets in a bag, so eight grommets that could have very easily fit into a envelope with a 45 or whatever the going rate for postage is for an envelope. You know what I mean? 45 cents, mm-hmm. whatever it
3: is. Mm-hmm.
1: They charged me six dollars and ninety cents to send eight grommets. <laughs>
2: Wow!
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: What I mean, if you're doing the shipping and you're like, "Oh man, this guy only ordered," man, you must only needed grommets. Boy, can we just stuff these in an envelope, maybe?
3: Uh,
4: even well one even than a padded, padded envelope. Yeah, first class padded envelope. I mean, that's going to be what three ounces. It'll cost like you know. $1. Give me 50. the option. Sometimes
0: I need the grommet so badly, I'm willing to pay USPS priority rate for it. But when it when it you know, the, the box weighs more than the grommets, and you can fit them inside of a thimble, and they stick it in a small
3: flat-rate box. Really? Yeah. You know, I'm actually going to... I I know it's kind of weird, but I, I don't have a horrendous problem with that.
2: With you the, know why? the
4: price or the...
3: I'm completely okay with having the lowest shipping option being you know for small items flat rate USPS. Yeah. I'm I'm actually I'm I'm okay with that. I'm five dollars and fifty cents. I'll make myself chuckle. Um I will tell you one that I got dicked on and boy I am still sore about this one. When it says USPS and the amount is five dollars and fifty cents. And what you have in your cart is three plastic tail rod guides and it shows up a week later (laughs) in first class?
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, but if you... you Give me that option for something like that. Well, no,
3: tell me that it's first class because I saw the dollar amount, which is, by the way, precisely what flat rate small boxes. That's how I base everything on is shipping time. $5.60
0: for a small flat rate
3: box. That's right. And I know who ships out of what. And Dan, this kind of goes back to your, you know, I order a lot based on your reputation to when you get stuff out. Here's an example. Lower heli. He ships next day. Period. End of story. I've never had it once when he did not ship the next day. And for me, it's the reliability. I don't care if I need two canopy grommets. It does not bother me because I know that he's going to ship the next day. It's going to be flat rate USPS because it says that right there. And I know it's going to get here at exactly the certain time. I like that. I love the consistency. And Dan, you had mentioned A-Main. A-Main was one of those, for me, that they used to be badass. You ordered on a Sunday, it went out Monday, it's West Coast, I'd have it Wednesday for all the priority stuff, could get it rebuilt, totally good to go by the weekend, and then it turned into, eh, every now and then an order would go out a day later, and I've had situations like yours where it's like, oh shit, I never order anything from them that I actually need at a certain nice. time.
4: Yep. I just don't
0: order anything from them anymore. (laughs) Well, I I won't shop there anymore because they've done that to me multiple times.
1: You know, you want to talk about consistency, and I one of my favorite places to go is Helidirect because if I can put an order in Monday by noonish or whatever, which would be two o'clock their time, generally speaking, and they're all the way on the other side of of the country, I will have it Wednesday. Yep, they put it. Mm -hmm. If you order today and you get it before they're in a reasonable amount of time to get them, give them time to put it in a box for the mailman, it will go out the same day.
2: Yep, Mm
3: -hmm. yep. I've noticed that since you know, since we've gotten to know and have been dealing with um, Colin Joe at Rotary Wing, I've noticed the same thing there too. And man, that's that's everything. If you can establish that reliability with your customers. That if you buy it or if you put it in your cart, and it's going to ship the next day, uh, that's just price. Give me my shipping options. I'll yep. decide how long I want it to get here because, I, I mean, with how tight and busy of a schedule that we, you know, the, the four of us run, I need to know what day it's going to be here. Yep. And, I mean, I really do because we have commitments. And okay, well, uh, if I'm gonna get out and I'm gonna work on this product review, I have to be flying on Sunday. I have a family thing on this. That means this is my day to work on it. I need it here that
1: day.
4: Yep. Yep. Gotta be. You know, for me
1: here in Montana, I gotta tell you, there was a time when I just, man, Helipros was my go to shop. I gotta tell you, because everything came UPS. If I got it in the order in by three o'clock, it was always here the next morning. Always, mainly because of my location. But but what makes me sad about that is just the simple fact that, you know, nothing's ever in stock there anymore. So, you know, you're only you're going to go to a site like that so many times, and you're going to see out of stock so many times before you find yourself never going back to that site
3: yeah and i i think part of it you know with them which yeah you know the guys over everyone over at heli pros is great absolutely it, you know it it was they held on to they held on to parts that were old stuff that no one flew anymore. And it's like, oh, clearance on this fly bar lock. 10% off. <laughs> I, I mean, really? Sweet. <laughs> <Raptor 30 feet laughs> uh, yeah. Like so, oh, yep. it's on sale for $36 instead of 42 I mean, get
2: that shit
3: out of there. Because it just, it makes you, what you carry in stock makes and what you put in the front. Ooh, hey. There's another one that I just thought about. New stuff needs to go in the front. Let me see the new stuff first. Put the old stuff in the back. You want to get rid of it and blow it out, put it in the clearance section. Mm -hmm. But don't put old parts in front of my face. So, like we were discussing about the T Rex, I hate when people go and they're under their T Rex 700E section. They put all of the DFC stuff seven pages back. <laughs> no, it's the most recent model. Put them in the front. I expect to go to the back if I'm trying to find 164 to T-Rex 700 Nitro main gear. You know, the original one yeah. that, that, that Krause had. I expect that one to be in the back, archived in the dust. And that's okay. I don't mind going looking for that but don't make me go search for you know the brand new updated helical tail gears or whatever
4: right mhm yep and another thing with uh stock and this is a this is a positive and i've noticed HeliDirect does this is something might be out of stock but most of the time you'll see like an eta um yeah and they'll like, notify me yeah notify yeah. me and yeah i believe experience does the notify me Mm-hmm. Um, deal. So you you know right when it pops back in, you're getting an email or you know like Kelly Direct, they're giving you a, a target date where you know, it should be back in stock by this date. So you kind of have an idea. I mean, are we talking a week here? Are we talking a month? Are you not selling it anymore? What you know what's what's kind of going on? So
0: yeah, that does make a big difference. You're right.
3: I yeah you know what I had never really thought about it, but I think now that you mention it, yeah, I want to know that if you're just not gonna stock it.
4: Is it just going to stay out of stock? I'm not, you
3: know. Yeah. And that's the other thing. If it's just going to stay out of stock, just take it off your website. I mean, don't, don't clutter it up. Don't look at, make it look like you carry more stuff, you know, than you actually. That just makes it
4: harder for me to find something that I, yeah. I'm
3: scrolling through two pages (laughs) of 20 items and only three of them are in stock. You know, I understand that for them, they already went through the labor of adding it to the website. So it's easier to leave it on there, but it, it actually makes it look bad. I mean, it makes that company look bad when you scroll, uh, a main was the one, for example, where you, you know, the price is in the price is in a, like the color red or whatever. If it's out of stock and you, you come up on a page and you have 30 items all in a row and, you know, you only see a couple green ones. I'm like, wow, uh, mm-hmm. okay, you guys obviously mm. that tells me you're not gonna carry any of this stuff anymore. So why bother? And then, you know, especially when you, uh, when you buy your parts somewhere, you know, like so for the blade seven hundred X, there for a while, I was getting parts at A M A, and then stuff started to become more and more and more out of stock. More parts were out of stock. Over time. And so now I'm kind of like, okay, are you still carrying the blade? Are you dropping
2: carrying (laughs) it?
3: I'm not sure. And then after a while, it's like, I screwed. I'll just go buy it at Horizon. You know,
1: you know, and one thing I want to say too before um, listeners out there, I'm sure there's a few of out there that are getting ready to fire up their hate mail. I mean, we get it. Yeah. We, (laughs) We understand that it's not easy doing what these retailers do. These are just our opinions and and I'm sure these opinions are shared by many, I mean by a lot of people. It's just you know, some of these things are a little get under your skin and you want to talk about them sometimes and that's kind of what we yeah. need to do, you know.
3: Yeah, it's you know, I I I mean I know that it's difficult and I know that it's tough. But that so is everything exactly. else in this hobby. It's it's like a yeah. cell phone company complaining to all of their customers that what they're doing is really hard. I mean uh no, no one gives a shit that it's hard. Yeah, make
4: it happen. <laughs> just
3: make it happen I mean, just do make your job. Happen. And I hate to say that but damn, it's a hobby. And that's the big thing. Yep.
1: Hobby. Don't have to. Yep. So now that we've kind of we've gone through quite a few negatives, let's let's uh I, I've already mentioned one of my favorites. Why don't we go through and what what are your guys' – uh where where do you go where where are you your personal your... favorite yeah
3: okay go for it Dan what's your personal favorite
1: I generally start with Helly Direct and then uh, if I can't find what I'm looking for uh, Laura Heli and Joe and Kyle at uh, Rotary Wing Experience is a good one but I don't it doesn't seem like I order from them very often because I generally don't start there for whatever reason. But finding aligned parts is miserable. And generally, when I crash, I would like to be able to find all my parts in one place. But that doesn't seem to happen anymore. So it's kind of a mixture. Like I said, HeliDirect, Ken at lower heli. And I I still give HeliPros a shot every now and again. But I got to tell you, it's, um, <laughs> it's getting tougher there. But uh, that's kind of where it rolls for me.
0: For me, it depends on what helicopter I'm buying for, for, basically, or what I'm trying to buy. My, my main go-tos are HeliDirect, Rotary Wing, and Experience. But like Dan said, I tend not to order from Experience as much as the others for whatever reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I don't. I don't always think of going to it, but they always have stuff in stock. It's never a problem on that side. I've never had any bad shipping or customer service issues. It's just sort of, you know, you get your go to yeah. couple of sites and that's what you do. And it doesn't mean the other ones aren't good. It just that's your thing.
3: Jesse. Well, we know where you buy all your parts.
4: At. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. No, um, <laughs> obviously ProStar. Uh, Pro First, they, they pretty much carry every part for almost every heli I own. But I uh, I use Experience RC for the Synergy stuff. And um, Synergy RC does sell direct um, as well. So I've been using them. And then kind of my third one uh, would be Hobby King. Really? Or the oh. connectors, oh, wires, yeah. heat shrink. I find myself oh. br- kind of like browsing, hey, what'd they add to the U.S. warehouse this month sort of deal. Not not checking in all the time, but I, I still notice they actually are increasing the size of what they're uh, carrying in the U.S. So I'm constantly just kind of keeping tabs on it.
3: Well, now mine, it's it's tough. I, I want to, I'm going over to Rotary Wing a lot more now. And, you know, it's kind of not fair to be like, what are my go-to ones all the time? Because they're still growing as they're adding more stuff. Um, so that one, I feel like it's it's unfair not to put them on the list. But when it comes to uh, probably now that I've got the Goblin and I'm flying and crashing that more, I'll be looking there definitely. Uh, my first, usually my first go-to has, I would say, experience. First, because for me, they're, they're like the one-stop place. They have more, more variety than I almost want to say possibly anyone out there. If it was a line parts, almost always went to, uh, lower Halley first. Just because that's, that's, I mean, now, now he's doing Goblin as well, but Ken had a line part, period. Everything and anything aligned, he had it. So that was you know, when I had the D F C that was kind of my go to there as well. I I will go to Heli Direct, but I think it's almost like you guys with your explanation of why you don't go to experience just I don't know. I kind of experience was like my go to shop. It was it was just my first place that I always went to and I've never had a Bad incident with Heli Direct. They, you know, they usually have had what I needed when I went there. They were just, for some weird reason, not first on my list.
2: hmm yeah. 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 I think you, yeah. so just, I build a, say, you just
1: build a You just build up mental preference. You
2: know? yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Exactly. And since I always flew a lot of really a, a big variety of stuff, you know, nitro, electric, big heli small helis, this and that experience seemed to fit me a little bit better and then again you know it's if i needed a line part and i needed them i knew for a fact uh, that can or Ellis was, was gonna have them in a certain spot but i'm excited to to start using rotary wing more and you know seeing their website grow and change and i think it's important it's a tough tough industry to learn that's for sure
1: well guess what guys we got a contestant tonight. Quiz Show time. What do you think? Ooh, sweet! Let's
3: do it. Quiz uh, Show. Quiz
4: Show. The Quiz Show. <laughs>
1: the quiz, quiz segment of the show. <laughs>
0: yeah. The RC Heli Quiz Show. No, of the nation.
1: Anyway, the Justin, shh, we're moving on.
0: That You
3: liked it. So, Jesse, I think I found the one for you. The one what? The one heli that'll pull you away from flying that other brand. Oh, yeah? Seriously, man, I've got hundreds of flights on my Blade 700X, and I am blown away at how maintenance-free it is. Now, I know you're the type of pilot to put some serious flights in during the year, and I really think this will not only meet, but exceed your expectations in quality and performance.
4: Well, I suppose I better head over to bladehelis.com and take a closer look at that 700X.
5: From Heliwood, it's the Nation versus Citizen Quiz Show. with your host, Dan Reed, and his wonderful co-hosts, Nick, Jesse, and Justin. And now, here's your host, Dan Reed. Thank you, everybody. And welcome to the Nation
1: versus Citizen Quiz Show. So here we are again, guys. The Quiz Show. The, the aptly named quiz segment that goes inside the show. And that's what we're calling it because...
4: You're calling it.
1: No, we're either... We
0: because you haven't come up with a name yet. <laughs>
1: We're too lazy to think of a name, and I say we. He keeps using this big word. <laughs> so we have with us tonight, Chris Sexton. Say hi, Chris. Hello. So, Chris, quickly, I'm going to go over the rules. It's pretty simple. There's going to be ten questions. You get one. What the heck was that, dude? Was that
6: you got a bird? There? <laughs> that was my phone. Oh. I just. Need- Jeez. <laughs>
1: <laughs> throwing me off my game dude I swear to god <laughs> alright so you're going to get 10 questions you get one point for each correct answer at the end of those 10 questions the other guy is going to go depending upon who you pick to go first and whoever ends up with the most points wins
6: you get a half point for close no
1: plain and simple no there, there, this is not a charity this isn't a game well kind of <laughs> yeah, it is <laughs> uh, so here's the deal what's what's on the line is a hat you're getting a hat anyway just for participating okay Please. if you win you get a $50 gift certificate to some somewhere <laughs> I don't know where yet we'll get that figured out but uh, Nick's good for it though so don't worry yep.
2: about
4: it Dan, I think we should throw another rule in what's the other rule I think if you get all 10 questions wrong you don't get a hat if you get all
0: ten questions <laughs> wrong, <laughs> you don't get a hat? You know what? I'm actually good with that, Jesse. I'm <laughs> okay with
1: that.
6: You know, oddly enough, I'm okay with that, too. Yeah, but I try to put
1: one or two questions in there. I mean, I don't want people to be skunked. Come on. Well, that that's, that's why you really shouldn't get a hat. All right. All right.
6: <laughs> you get so, free humiliation.
1: Uh, okay. So, Chris, are you ready? You ready to do this? I am ready. All right. So, who are you going to go up against?
6: I'm going to go up against Jesse. Jesse! Oh, dus, dus,
1: yeah! Let's do it. Yes! Next question. Do you want Jesse to go first? Or would you like to go first?
6: I'll go first. All right, Jesse. I
4: only got eight questions left. That was two, right? <laughs> <laughs> <That's me too. laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, honor system. We will Alrighty. text you when we need Cut. you to come back.
4: Sounds good.
1: All right. Compass guy gone. Let's say something bad about
6: him, Nick. Come on. Do it. Hmm? Uh-huh. Hey, I crashed a seven HV last week. Oh, good yes. for you!
1: All right, all right. So Jesse yeah, he didn't point.
0: respond. He must be <laughs> muted.
1: All right, one here point. we go. First question: Are you ready? I'm ready. What type of helicopter doesn't require a tail rotor? Coaxial. There you go. These next few questions are going to be kind of a trip down RCHN memory lane. Are you ready for this? Sure. What was the episode number of Nick's debut on RC Helination version 2.0? Wow.
6: Huh. That predates me. Let's just guess. 35. Oh, so close. Wow.
1: Oh, so close. I almost want to give it to you, but I can't. 34.
6: 34. <laughs>
1: wow.
0: That is I funny. was going to say, I don't even know if Nick knows. Nick Did knows. you know that, Nick?
2: No.
1: <laughs> well I've got some bad news for you Because if you don't know that Chances are you won't know this either But let's see What was the name of that episode? Here's Nick <laughs> No I... Do you remember this one Nick? Do you remember the name of it? Yeah That's it, it? Yeah go ahead It's called Nitro baby Almost Almost Because there were two Nitro shows right in a row Yours is called Nitro. Yours is called Nitro Baby Part 2.
0: Oh. Dude, that's hard. I mean, I Hey. I thought these were helicopter questions.
6: Dude, this this Come on.
1: This is If he chose Nick,
0: Nick would have missed those two questions.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious if Jesse gets them, but that's
1: all right. All right. Few more RCN RC, RCN RCHN history questions here. Other than Dan, what were the names of the first two hosts of RCHN version
6: 2.0? I suck at names. It's really sad as I just listened to the first episode. I don't know, guys. i had terrible with names.
1: You, either you two know this one? Robin Callum. Very good. Yep. Okay. A couple more. A couple more uh, history questions here. This is this I one. I think
0: the 11, the I think the playing fields leveled here though cuz I'm not sure Jesse's going to get the first two either. I wouldn't have.
1: So this one predates version 2. So this one's really going back in time. Who were the two hosts of the original RCHN podcast?
6: I'm guessing Dan was one of them. Mhm. The other one Man, wasn't he a British guy? Yep, he sure was. <sighs> Again, horrible with names.
1: Acid.
3: Acid. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it must not have jarred a memory then. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's an old, old, old question. Oh. Okay, one more question pertaining to the history of RCHN. This one, this one, I don't know. I think you should get this one. According to Pinion what is funfly rule number one
6: according to pinion
1: yeah you know who pinion uh, is
6: yeah well it's either skid bump or <sighs> the hell is he always
1: these are saying? tough questions
6: man yeah they, they are, are dude weird. so it's good though good throw you off um I keep hearing his pinion saying yes
1: no, that's not... at the time. I suppose the time's up do you guys know this one Nick or Justin yeah of course what is it
3: don't be a douchebag <laughs> now douche nah, I would
1: have
0: gotten that one wrong too
1: all right so here we go we're gonna go back into some typical RC heli questions here we go you ready for this one let's what, go what does BEC stand for
6: battery eliminator circuit
1: very good name two types of BECs
6: Two types that would be a switching BEC or a regulator.
1: Uh what do you think, Justin? Linear or switching is what I have.
0: It's it's switching and linear.
1: Alright. So here we go. Two more questions. Are you ready? Yep,
0: switching and linear.
1: Good times. Alright, here we go. Two more questions. Name two of the three countries that host qualification competitions for the 2014 Helimasters?
6: France and um, Germany.
1: Very good. Very good. France, United Kingdom and Germany. I was going to make you do the cities, but uh, yeah, that's a little cold. Number 10. You ready for this one? Yep. Where is the 2014 Helimasters going to be held?
6: Venlo, isn't it? Venlo,
1: Netherlands. Very nice. All right. So do we have a total? He's like, ah, yeah, oh. it's 4. Okay. Okay. Four. Great. Justin,
3: I'll keep score on this one.
1: So here we are, Jesse. You ready for this? These are tough I'm questions, ready. man. These are That's, tough. That's ah,
4: all, right. all right. I just luckily I just had like 10 minutes to do some studying, so.
1: <laughs> do you want
4: to know how many he got? Yeah, let's hear it. Four. You got,
1: you got 4, right?
4: All right. I don't know if that makes me feel better or worse, but all right.
1: <laughs> all right, Jesse. Here we go. Question number 1.
4: How much time do I have to answer each question?
1: It's just uh, like, we're not being real strict about it, but you know.
2: Three, four seconds. Five, five seconds. whatever. Right.
1: Whatever. If, 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 it if with, I feel like you're on to something, I'll let you go with it until you come up with the answer. Yeah, right. and then
3: not on to Google. And then not on to Google. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too Jesse's late.
1: Google. All right, here we go, Jesse. You ready? All right, let's do it. What type of RC helicopter doesn't require a tail rotor?
4: A co... No. One with two... Basically, two blades go in the opposite direction. What
1: kind of helicopter is that?
4: I want to say coaxial.
1: Oh, I was just gonna buzz you, dude, but you got it right. Can't believe you couldn't just pull that one right out of thin air, man. It's not
4: looking. I right say an fixed pitch,
5: but it was it wasn't engineers. <laughs> I
4: almost said fixed pitch, but All then right. I was like, nope. All right.
1: <laughs> Question number two. What was the episode number of Nick's debut on RC Heli Nation version 2.0? Wow, uh, forty-two. Nope. 34. Yeah. You probably won't get this one either. What was the name of that episode?
4: Time for a new news guy.
1: <laughs> 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 nope. Nitro baby <laughs> part two. More uh,
0: so these are Jesse, you're a horrible host, <laughs> man. You don't know anything about
4: this show.
1: <laughs> you, you, no, yeah. I know. And here's the thing, these next few questions are all RCHN history, so...
4: Oh, jeez. I don't even listen to them.
1: <laughs> 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 all right, here you go. You ready? Nope. Yep. Other than Dan, what were the names of the first two hosts of RCHN version
4: 2.0? Rob and... Oh, goodness. Callum.
1: Very good.
4: There it is. Took me a minute. Not a. That's not a normal everyday name. It just had to come to me.
1: Here's another one that's not a normal everyday name. This one predates even version 2.0. This is the original. Who are the mm-hmm. two hosts of the original RCHN podcast? Dan. Very good. You fix and that uh, half right. Yeah,
4: you probably just had an imaginary friend. There probably was no one else. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I got, I got I got. nothing. Acid. Oh, that's... Yep.
1: According to Pinion, what is Bunfly rule number one? Don't be a douchebag. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Alright, dude. Here we go. What does BEC stand for?
4: Battery Eliminating Circuit.
1: Very good. It's not looking good,
3: Chris. No. I get one more right. You get one more right. right, Game over.
1: Name two types of BECs.
4: Mm. Clarification. (laughs) Um.
1: Here, let me clarify for you. Brands or types or or how they function. Okay, I'm gonna clarify for you. Ready? Ready? Internal, internal, external.
4: Internal, external.
1: Nope. Linear and switching.
4: Wasn't that wasn't very good question, damn yeah, That was a very was, good question. Her future reference.
1: <laughs> it was
4: or it wasn't a good question. <laughs> it wasn't. Chris got it, dude.
1: Yeah. What do you say about that? Mr. I'm about internal it.
0: Going internal on. and external. Those he are two didn't different even types need of clarification. Pieces. He was just, he was on it.
1: Yeah. He, he didn't need, he didn't, he didn't need to be handheld, Jesse, That's like, all right. like you are right now. What's up with that? That's
4: okay. That's fine.
1: All right, man. Two more questions. Let's see if you can pull it off. You ready? All right. See you. Name two of the three countries that host qualification competitions for the 2014 HeliMasters.
4: Italy and the UK.
1: Nope. You got one, right? Yep.
4: Italy, right? Nope. Nope. No?
1: France, UK, Germany. Germany. So we're tied right now.
0: Wow, dude. Yes, we are. With one left.
4: No pressure.
1: The pressure is on, dude.
4: All right.
1: High goes to the listener, too.
4: That's right. We did decide that. All right. Let's have it. It's
1: all riding on your shoulders right now, man.
4: All right. You ready? Let's hear it. Final question.
1: Final question. Are you ready?
4: I'm ready. (laughs) I I think.
1: (laughs) Here we go. Where is the 2014 HeliMasters going to be held in the UK? You, sir, are the weakest link. Good
2: wrong?
4: Oh, oh. That dude, I that guess dude.
1: you didn't. You
4: don't know. I really don't. Ding, 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 ding.
2: Go we through too
0: much stuff. He needs a pay cut, Dan. He does need a pay
1: cut. well. <laughs> congratulations, Chris.
0: By yeah. default,
1: I'll take it. Hey, it's that's. Ty goes to the listener, man.
0: Always. Sweet, dude. Congrats. So there
1: you go. Looks like uh, Jesse's going to have to dig deep into his PayPal account and figure out where you're getting a $50 gift certificate. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: uh, <laughs> yeah. go, go search Venlo Netherlands.
1: <laughs> Venlo Netherlands. <laughs> Congratulations, man. Good job, dude. Nice work.
6: Appreciate you having me on.
1: All right, Chris. Have a good one, man. All right. Talk to you later
0: later
4: take it easy precision speed torque and power we'd expect nothing less out of a servo put on the market by a guy that pushes his equipment to the absolute limits flight after flight if they're good enough for Bert then they're good enough for me BK Servos keeping my heli feeling connected www.bkservo.com.
1: Jesse, you let us down, man.
4: You can't win them all, Dan. You can't win them all. You just you can't win them all.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Failed on your. Now debut. we got to dig deep and come up with a fifty dollars gift certificate, man. Those I mean? were tricky
0: yeah. questions, dude. They were.
1: They were hard. I'm yeah. not. They were hard questions. Yeah, but... that. They weren't pulling, you yeah.
4: Know, what is that? Pulling a show number just out of the air? How, yeah,
1: I'm telling you, if you pay attention, if you actually listen to the show, Jesse, you would probably know some of that stuff.
4: Yeah, those guys are kind of dicks, though. <laughs> I don't listen to them, <laughs> they're
1: nothing but childish ass battery over there. <laughs> yeah.
4: well, how Lots would I spend battery. the time to download that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, congratulations, Chris. It, they were tough questions, that's for sure. I'm willing to bet that even listeners that were just playing along as they listened to it were struggling with quite a few of those questions because they were tough. <laughs> had to had to uh, really pay attention to your RCHN history to answer most of those questions. Yep. But nonetheless. All righty, well, let's see. But wrapping it up, uh, of course, uh, our fun flies coming up. Excited, can't wait. June twenty sixth, five PM. Is that right, huh. Justin?
0: That's it. It only you took six it, months, it, but I finally got it right. You figured it out.
1: RCHN second annual. Oh, you, you gonna hold your tongue? Nothing, huh? No bite. I, Justin hates it when I say it backwards.
0: I've just started to refer to it in shorthand as <laughs> RCHN two. I I figure like you can. You can remember that, right? That's okay. not too difficult.
1: Well, I can give it a shot. We've been getting some questions about who's coming. I've got some good news, guys. Just got a confirmation. Opinion, I don't know how he did it with his little doggy hands, but he sent me a text <laughs> saying that he, Doug Darby, and Mitch Pricer are coming to our fun fly.
5: Yeah, All the way nice.
1: from down yes. Texas way. So yet another reason to come check it out and uh, get to meet Pinion himself, and maybe he'll is do. Doug a- bring
3: in, is Doug bringing? Is Doug bringing bad gas?
0: Doug has to bring yeah. bad gas, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm of happy. course, we're referring to his helicopter, not what everyone's going to have after eating <laughs> after the <laughs> five gallons of Dan's chili, yeah. Texas, 12 Texas gallons. chili, twelve gallons. Sorry. Yes.
3: Now, and then, for those of you who have not seen or heard about bad gas, it, Doug's got a a gasser that is just cranked. I mean, cranked. Probably one of the most powerful gassers out there, I believe. So,
0: it's I I yeah I think it's probably well it's it's certainly the most powerful publicized gasser. How about yeah, that?
1: That's fair. Yep. Moving on to some other relevant news. It's official, guys. Um, we reserved an RV today for Urchin. It, yes, oh, we yeah. did. So we're kind of committed at this no point. No backing out now. Road trip. <laughs> yeah. Road trip. Really looking forward to, of course, we're going to have two listeners come with us. Um, Jack and George Radford and Jack, uh, oh, geez. Brush Bill. Brush Bill. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do a road trip. The guys are starting from over Seattle Way. We're going to stop over here in Montana and uh, pick up the RV and um, commence to a mad dash to Urcha. No That's stopping!
6: Right. I can't wait, dude. That's
3: right. And hey, awesome. you know,
1: I should mention for
3: all the listeners out there, the factory reps and team pilots. If you know, if you're flying for a company, I think we're going to kind of pair up with a select few companies we're not quite sure who those are yet to really help give them an opportunity to be at urcha if they can't make it the trip is just beyond expensive and um, a lot of the smaller guys are not able to make it well that's kind of where we come in so if you're flying for a company that you know is not going to be able to be at urcha but you think still might want to get a little bit of exposure have a little bit of representation there. Have them give us a shout. uh, Shoot me an email. Uh, You know, we love helping out the smaller guys. We really do. That's kind of, that's what it's all about for us. So uh, yeah, have them shoot me an email and we'll see if we can't
1: work something out. And another cool thing that I want to talk about that we're going to be doing at Urcha, and we will be creating a schedule for those of you who can't make it. Uh, We will be doing scheduled... Short episodes, several of them throughout the day. Don't really know yet. We got to kind of feel that out. But those are going to be released on a scheduled interval. So you'll know exactly when they're available. They're just going to be 10 minute, 15 minute, no production, maybe just a small intro and an outro that we make before we go and no editing um, and just let it roll. And so you can kind of get a feel for what's happening, you know, as people come by, get them behind a mic, get some of the big names to mm-hmm. to, to stop in, say hi. Yep. The idea is to give all of our listeners a kind of an experience, the experience that we're having on a scheduled basis. So you know, you don't have to just wait around for for this little episode to come out. You'll know when they're going to be uh, released ahead of time, so you can just grab them as soon as they get onto the internet. Because we're just going to throw them together real quick, toss them on the server, and distribute distribute them. Yeah, and be It'll looking it. It'll kind of be to- like you're right
0: there with us.
1: Absolutely.
3: And, and we're carrying that same theme over to uh, trailer video. We're going to be doing, uh, you know, length, I'm not sure yet, 10 minute-ish, maybe, maybe longer, maybe 15, I don't know. We're going to do a video of kind of, you know, we see... There's so many flight videos, and that's awesome. We love to watch flight videos. But there's not a lot out there looking from the backside of it and what it's like to be, you know, just the average Joe there and, you know, what's what's Urcha really about when you're not standing on the flight line. So we're going to do a trailer video kind of that captures our trip over there. We're starting from the very beginning and and doing the whole thing, you know, through the whole deal. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Just to be able to give, again, kind of the wraps up with the whole theme of what we got going, which is if you can't make it, we're going to do our best to try and
1: put you there. With the caveat that Dan won't be in any of those videos. Dan will be in a lot of those (laughs) videos. God. God. Put on your fancy pants, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. That's going to be a lot of fun. I, I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be crazy. Kind of wrapping up what we got going on, man. This is a busy year for us. A lot of traveling. Uh, we've got our fun flight coming up. Urcha, Snohomish. And then, of course, in December we'll be out in Orlando and we're going to be doing live shows. And I forgot also the second Snohomish. Or Othello. the second Othello second will be this after, after Snohomish. Uh, all yeah. of those we're going to be doing live shows at just like uh, the last uh, Othello show that you heard a few weeks ago. Gonna be a lot of fun tune in for those and uh maybe we'll get nick to not feel his face again yeah i'm not letting that go it will happen <laughs> yeah well i
3: know how to lock my trailer now <laughs> so that part will never happen again
1: we gonna guys. steal the lock i'm <laughs> gonna shut you de- you guys down man we gotta wrap this up okay jeez do it justin
0: all right all right <laughs>
1: so we better do some emails Nick, if I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do that? Uh, you would
3: send me an email at nick at rchellynation.com.
1: Jesse, if I wanted to get in touch with you?
4: Uh, you could send me an email at jesse at RCHeliNation.com. And Justin? You could send me an email at justin at rchellynation.com.
1: I'm Dan. You can reach me at dan at rchelynation.com. Dan K. Reed on the forums as well. I would invite you guys to check out Facebook. Going 35, 20, I don't know, something, 26 ish. 30-ish. I, want to, I just want to say thanks for your support on Facebook. Uh, it's a great way to kind of keep up with what we're doing. Um, and for those of you who don't do Facebook, which we know you're out there, you can always go to our website, check out our forum, and uh, chat with some uh, heli enthusiasts on our chat box on the front page. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, this has been episode 140. We sure hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week, and uh, we'll see you next Monday.
3: Catch you later.
4: Later, guys. Have a good week.
5: <laughs> this has been a production of RC Heli Nation LLC and is brought to you by KDE Direct, Soco Heli Tools, Progressive RC, Genzai Batteries, Blade Helicopters, BK Servos and Rotary Wing RC. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to send us an email.
1: Here again, guys. Here we are again, guys. Beginning, guys. Uh, let's no, start over. Beginning, guys. Again, guys. <laughs> All right. Do you want to have to deal with, Chris?
3: Hey. We're going to have a quizler show. <laughs> All right.
4: Here we go. Shut <laughs> up.
1: Uh, everybody be quiet. Are you done?
3: <laughs>
1: get it out. Get it out of your system. No, I'm good. All, All
3: right. Wait a second. Go.